WWE Slam. Yeah, looks a lot more than yeah, player. Two two people are going to be talking about this episode. <laughs> no, Kevin Nash is not on your overrated list, is he? No, it's Alex, possible. I'm going to fight you live maybe, on this maybe, podcast. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's on my top five of all time. Who knows? No <laughs> I, I think I'd still fight you. <laughs> no, I love Kevin Nash. Oh, I, I love him. I mean, I like him. I met him, so like he's a super nice guy, but that's about it for me. Damn. You don't like his podcast? <laughs> I don't listen to his podcast. <laughs> nah, he just like he says. Sorry, I saw I saw his uh, episode on uh, Stone Cold's podcast, but that's about Stone it. Cold's podcast. Yeah, Stone Cold's cool. podcast. Yeah, wasn't he? He was talking about like the WCW versus WWF time. I must have and... skipped that one. <laughs> no, yeah, he definitely. It was he, a while yeah, ago. He was I'm definitely sure. on. On like his actual podcast or the WWE Broken Skull podcast. Uh, I think it was the WWE. I think it was the one on the net, on the network or Peacock or whatever, yeah. whatever it is nowadays. <laughs> Jesus, bro! I wish it would go back to the actual WWE network because Same, it was the unmatched. setup was so much. Better. It was so so much easier to maneuver. Watching matches, going to find you know, just trying to find some of the same. You can't switch up the year. You got to go off by seasons and just guess. Yeah, it's it's so annoying nowadays, especially trying to. Trying to watch things in like order yeah. of when they happened. It's you got to go back and you got to like fucking make a notepad and fucking write shit down. And, yeah. <laughs> and on the old network, everything had a timestamp, so if you want to watch a certain match, it's so easy to get to. Yeah, I missed it. Yeah, exactly. Network. Yeah. Well, that's the same process TNA's gonna use. So TNA network. Yeah. Up should be nice. Yeah. I'm excited, dude, for the resurgence. Your Naomi is over I'm there. I'm definitely going to be good. watching Hard to Kill. Yeah, yeah. Hard to kill is uh, in less than a week now. That's gonna be hype. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm, a, I'm, a, yeah. I'm probably gonna buy that just to. Bro, Osprey versus Okada. Oh my god, that's happening on a TNA. It's gonna go hard. TNA hard to kill. Yeah, Oka- on Saturday. Damn, they go Okada wow. versus Osprey. I didn't even know that was a booked match. Is Okada is his fucking roster this year? Prob- I was about probably to say. not. I'm, I'm assuming now that Tanahashi's the president of New Japan, that he's gonna okay. stay, but. Plus, his wife is like a super big model in Japan, and I don't know if he's gonna move to that the guy. States. Has to be filthy rich, man. I don't know. I, I can I see think Okada is like filthy fucking yeah. rich. I'd imagine. Oh, Dude, yeah. I feel like he can Absolutely. like fill his gas tank a couple times. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> and not be hurting. great. I mean, like he's big, man. Like he's fucking big. You watch any fucking Japan event? He's literally the yeah. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been the guy for however many years in, in New Japan. So I used to watch him like yeah. three, four, five years ago, like very consistently. Dude's a fucking monster. I wish. Yeah, I wish that I was like watching New Japan at the time when he had a series of matches with Omega, because I feel like I missed out on so much. I, I I've seen one of them, but it's so they're so hard to find now. They are, which is nuts because they they're classic. Like, I even tried to watch. I even tried to watch Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, the other night and couldn't find a replay at all Damn. and i hate so. that man like the world is i think the world is taking a little bit of a step back because remember when we were kids and we could find that shit like like that exactly yeah. like i think we had like daily motion now it takes me three hours like of... now daily motion used to have everything right daily motion had anything you ever wanted they had <laughs> porn they had they had fucking everything <laughs> <laughs> welcome everybody back 
to the Built Different Podcast. It's going to be the third episode of a wrestling podcast. Of course, I'm joined by my guys, none other than James and Alex. And of course, I'm your host, Thomas Saxby. You guys know me. You guys are probably sick of me already. I've been on every episode besides one episode. I know I am. So <laughs> just one episode. I was still hot from your hot take last week. So still mad from the hot take last week. Well, guess what? I got more hot takes this week. Um, how are my friend? My one, how are you guys doing? Not gonna get any better. I'm doing good. My friend. My one good, friend man. still bitching about your hot take about Shawn Michaels from last week. <laughs> It still irks me, but uh, I think I moved past it. Unless you bring it up later, then then it'll be the same thing all over again. I'm just, I can tell by that face. But my hot take, I think WrestleMania needs to like go a little bit softer on the stages and not make them so big. As James. much as I love looking at a Hold cool on. badass stage, a pretty stage is cool and all, but you know, you look at what AEW did for All In. They had a nice, small, simple stage, but you got so many more people in that building. You know, helps make everything louder. Overall, looks better on camera with all you know. And business wise, it's you know a good business move too. I mean, like I said, I love looking at the cool stages and all, but at the end of the day, it's just a stage. You know, what it's, happens in that ring is more important. But it's WrestleMania. It's the one time a year that they that they make a stage though. Uh, no, no other pay per view gets a special stage like yeah. I, you got you got it for your biggest show. You got to go all. All, all in, <laughs> and I agree. You know, I I do like them, but let's say they decided to go to a simple stage, I would totally understand it, and I think it wouldn't be a terrible decision. I, I feel like that would take something away from what WrestleMania is, though. Like WrestleMania is a spectacle, biggest, and the stage is it definitely it's the grandest that. stage, James. It's the yeah, but the like, greatest yeah, man. more people in that building, the better, man. It's just like, bro, you're complaining about sixty thousand people, like it's not loud enough. Oh, that's that's true. I guess, <laughs> I guess that's a fair point. Yeah, man, that was. You're entitled. You're entitled to your opinion. I can totally understand but. if they went to a small stage. I don't think they will, because especially Triple H. I don't. I think he likes having that unique stage. I mean, this past stage at WrestleMania is probably one of the best stages they've done. Oh, that was awesome, yeah, man. It was a great stage, but, like, yeah. But that, that's my hot take. I'll, trust me, I'll get a lot more hotter during the overrated. Well, I'll start <sighs> off pretty hot. I think you guys know what I'm going to say because I mentioned it, um, that I was going to say it. Shawn Michaels is overrated. Yeah, Shawn Michaels is pretty <laughs> overrated. No, um, I think, don't kill me, all of you older wrestling fans, I think that... When ECW was rebranded in 2006, I thought it was cool for a little bit. Like, I think it was very underrated um, when it first came back. Um, you know, Rob Van Dam was the ECW champion before he had to relinquish everything. Um, Big Show went on, like, one hell of a fucking run with the ECW title. Um, watching Big Show wrestle with all the extreme wrestlers was pretty fascinating. You know, Sabu was still putting on amazing matches. Like, if you if you guys go back and watch 2006 ECW, like, Sabu was just doing... I mean, Sandman was just fucking going nuts with the fucking beer on his <laughs> on his head still. Um, I, I think it was cool. You know, then Bobby Lashley won the title. And I think when Vince McMahon started, you know, when he had the do-rag... I mean, come on! They produced Vince McMahon in a fucking do-rag with a World Heavyweight Championship for, like, a month. <laughs> Like, come on, man. I, I thought it was amazing. They had vampires walking and fucking around. Um, we got the birth of <laughs> CM Kevin Punk. Um, 
you know, it, it got real bad once the ECW originals left. We know that. We know it got real bad, you know, when Matt Hardy was winning the shit and Christian and fucking Ezekiel Jackson and all that. We, we know it was bad then. But I'm talking about when it first came back, I thought it was nice for at least a little bit. No, I, I think I can agree. I'm with, with you honestly. there. Uh, I, I think that I'll first, that. I think that first one night stand was awesome. Uh, yeah. RV RVD winning the title. Oh my God, RVD winning, winning the WWE, WWE title, title off of John Cena, like bro. Well, that's, that's an amazing event. moment. Crowd, like, that's one of the amazing. best crowds in the history of wrestling. Yeah, she was. Honestly, like, yeah, and they were wild. It's it was it was awesome. awesome. They just had like ECW had a, such a cool vibe when they came back. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the later on in its life, it definitely yeah. tanked, but Basically, it was cool they for a while there. So the I title design is when it started going downhill. When they went from the classic ECW titles that piece of silver that's definitely went down well yeah yeah, i think it just boils down to they just wanted to go super pg for that like period of time so they were just Mm -hmm. like okay let's just make ecw like superstars like you know another like main event you know what i mean um yeah but yeah i mean they had they had a vampire running around you know (laughs) i thought that was sick kevin thorne i think his name was (laughs) Yeah, yeah. People are saying he's gonna be the next Undertaker. Oh Jesus! That really panned out well. I remember while who the fuck is this guy? (laughs) But yeah, man, I, 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 I'll say though before you give your take, Alex, I'll say that Rob Van Dam winning the WWE title. If we do end up talking about our favorite moments in history, that's up there, man. Probably top three. That is I didn't expect that. 100% I mean, up there. John Cena going in a hostile environment, it being ECW and the ECW rebrand was coming. I thought WWE was just going to sh- shit on ECW like right then <laughs> and there and just John Cena like Super wins. Cena starts. Fuck everybody, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I, bro, he was hated. I hated that he, Edge. My God, the crowd hated him so much. Bro. Like I, I genuinely hated that. <laughs> it, wa- it wasn't a clean win, but that's the ECW way. So, yeah, that's fair. All right, well, I guess I will go. So I see I see pages posting all the time about like the best matches of all time. And one one in particular that they say is one of the best of all time. I've seen multiple people say this. Rock versus Hogan at WrestleMania 18. And I just don't see it at all. It's 100% overrated in my most overrated matches of all time. The most memorable parts of that match happened before and after the match. I remember nothing from the match at all. The crowd was hot, sure, but two star match at best. Oh, two star! It's nothing memorable except except the stare down before the match. That was iconic, but mm-hmm. after that, it was like, meh. I'm not going to agree, but I'm also not going to disagree. Like, I I can see, I definitely can see your point. I definitely because me thinking about it right now, I'm so like, I'm trying to think about I, the match. I'm like. Yeah, I can think of the before and after. Right? So when I, when I think of a great match, I think two things have to happen. I think it has to be iconic in like the spectacle term, which it was, and it has to have good action. Mm-hmm. I can't say a match is great when it only has one of the two. Um, and that match just did not have good action like at all until uh, NWO came out and turned on Hogan after the match, mm-hmm. which, was, which was cool to see The Rock kind of side with Hogan. But I mean... That's that's it. So, do I think it was a great wrestling match? No. It was 16 minutes. It was very long. Um, Way too long. Slow. And Hogan was like 80 but, years old at that point. You know, I, I have to disagree just because, like, 
one we got the best stare down of all time like i can't like i, I know that has nothing that's, to that's do hard with to argue i can't i can't argue with that yeah. with an actual match and i i understand that but it's like i honestly i think they told a really good story with that match um because going into it you know hulk hogan's a heel um you know everyone wants him to go back face he's still struggling between heel and face um you know getting shitted on shitting on everybody else comes into the match no doubt the crowd the crowd loved hogan in that oh, match yeah. too yeah um that was that was crazy you know, i you know the rock ends up you know getting the win which i thought was huge um i thought that was definitely imagine hogan wins that match um but yeah <laughs> oh. Um, you know, The Rock won the match. I thought it was a nice back and forth. It was a slow match. So, like I said, like, wrestling, if this was just some random, you know, match, yeah, it probably want to be good. But I, think, I don't know. I, I think they told the story perfectly. It was back and forth, good, evil. Hogan goes good by the end, you know. And I don't, I don't have a problem if you say like the match was fine, like it wasn't, it wasn't great or whatever. But people claiming it as like one of the best matches of all time, I just, oh, yeah. I don't see it. I don't think it would at make all. my top ten. I don't even know if it make my. Top and that's 20. Why, and that's why I think it's overrated. I'm not saying it's a bad like match by any means. It's just, like I said, that it has to have two things for it to be considered like a great match or one of the greatest, like HBK and Undertaker. One of the greatest matches of second, all time. That's what I thought you were going to say, man. That's what I, no, I don't know. I, think, I, think I thought that was directly going. I was, I was ready to fight. Bro. <laughs> don't even start this right I'm now. Joking, so. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm <laughs> joking. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I just I can't come to shit on the match. Like, I'm not shitting on it. I just – it's in terms of where people place it on, on the – greatness of matches scale i just it's severely overrated to me that's fair that's you know what i respect it that was it's a great spectacle it's it's an amazing spectacle but i have to i have to see great spectacle and great action and i just didn't do it for me at all (laughs) it was a weird event it was like the first match was pretty pretty good and then it just had a huge lull in the middle where it wasn't like bad per se but it was just boring and nothing really exciting happened until Christian and Edge in the no DQ match. That shit went hard. So I'm sh- I'm sure you watched that, Sax. But that was a great match. Um, dude's like 50 years old and still putting on crazy matches, which is awesome oh, yeah. to see. And I actually liked the whole like, Christian stealing the contract and uh, cashing in, I guess per I se, mean, back like on that. Edge. Like I think that I think that fits his character so much. And I it's mean, just fucking Christian and Edge but, had the longest match on the whole card and i'm pretty sure they're probably the oldest yeah. dudes that are there like besides oh, yeah. staying years old. other than like, staying i mean other than yeah. staying yeah Both but, like, yeah they, they, they went at it and that was uh that was definitely the highlight I of the just, show i really wish uh, i really wish christian could have had like this heel run in wwe man he would be oh, like yeah because like he's hot right now like you know I, like in wrestling in the wrestling world but like Man, if he was in WWE, he would be fucking sizzling if they wrote this shit, bro. That's yeah. facts. Except like, he imagine he walks up to like Cody. He says. You also don't have a dad. Like, like, just <laughs> that would be awesome. You're not finishing your story. Like, just. <laughs> oh fuck, that would be that'd be hilarious. Um, I mean, my a crossover pay per view, Christian versus Cody Rhodes. <laughs> uh, my uh, my opinion is like, yeah, I mean, like. 
the first half. I mean, I was brutally disappointed by Miro versus Andrade. I mean, I, I really wanted that to be a better match. Um, it was weird. Like, the crowd just wasn't into it at all, and it definitely took away from – I didn't think the action was bad, but it wasn't, yeah. like, great by any means. Um, it, it definitely underdelivered, but I can see why. Like, Andrade on his way out. Yeah, I feel – just kind of, it, it was weird. Weird AEW vibe. AEW always does this thing where they do like, and they did it twice, where they do these big tag team matches for people that they couldn't figure storylines out for. That's another thing that I'm really starting to hate um, with AEW. Um, Are you talking about the the eight man, like the all star eight man tag? The, the two that they had, there was two eight man tag matches. Yeah, I feel like there's better things you I can didn't... come up with besides like an eight man tag match. It's always been my opinion. Well, about first of all. They had House of Black versus uh, FTR on Collision yesterday instead of on the pay per view, which totally like fucks. And my is mind. an FTR yeah, a top yeah. tag? Like, that, that's pay per view worthy. Yeah, I, I definitely yeah, have that's, that's a pay per view worthy match. Yeah, I, I agree with Sex. I feel like for the pay per views, they have too many matches, and they're just trying to get everyone on the show, which I understand when they were doing only four pay per views a year. But if they're gonna start doing them every month or every other month, not everyone needs to be on the show. You don't need to have a random eight they had, bag, but no absolute. they had eight pay-per-views this year so yeah. there's really no reason to try and cram everybody in but i don't know it's just eddie, eddie kingston versus moxley i think went hard yeah. i think that match was great oh, it was cool um and i'm so happy for eddie kingston i know james isn't a fan but i just i love everything that eddie kingston embodies we'll he's just like kingston super later. like real he, oh, no. so I don't I don't <laughs> like Eddie Kingston either, but at the same time I love the story because he's a guy that came into wrestling a little bit later. Um and kind of just proves that like you can still do it like at a later age. Yeah. And he's and he's not like your stereotypical like looking yeah. wrestler. Which is no, no, he, lo- he looks like me in awesome. like ten years. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love Eddie. And and what I love about Eddie is like he's he literally is his character. Like he doesn't go out and portray like somebody that he's not. Like that's just Eddie Kingston. And that's and that's what I love. I agree. That he just kind of brings like a realness to it. Like wrestling is his life. And yeah, and, and I don't so super happy I don't mean him. to like circle it back, but like when it comes to like the eight man tag team matches, like I look at some of these guys that are in those matches, like Cesaro or I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. Um, Cesaro, uh, <laughs> Brian Danielson, you know, Daniel Garcia, Mark Briscoe, um, Jay White. I mean, even Jay Lethal. Right? Like, you could put these guys and, like, you could separate some of this into a couple of matches. Like, I, I mean, like, on the other one, I get why they did, you know, Sting, Darby Allen, Jericho, Sammy. Like, I get, I guess I get that. Um, but like, come on! Like, if you're telling me probably like, the worst match on the card, do like Darby Allen really? versus Cesaro or some shit. Like, just throw that match would have been a banger more than the fucking tag team. As something, go with something random instead of a complicated tag team match that no one cares about. See, I kind of, I kind of like the the All Star Eight Man Tag just because it's like it's all the losers of the Continental Classic. Okay pitted against each other yeah, and yeah. like i feel like that was kind of like its own not i'm not gonna say like super crazy like built up story but it was just kind of like because the announced team kept bringing up how like these guys performed in the continental classic and i feel like that kind of helped bring some sort of importance to it i guess but yeah. i don't know it, it definitely could have been booked better but like like you said i feel like there were just too many matches on the card and it felt long yeah how do you feel james i don't know 
Uh, I mean, I sadly wasn't able to watch pay per view. I wasn't, I wasn't home, and I'm not a big fan of watching current wrestling tapes when I know what happens. It's just kind of not my thing. It's hard for me to get into it then. But, you know, I, I, you know, I was watching stuff on social media and whatnot, and yeah, on the eight man tag, I, I agree. You know, the whole content of classic idea was cool, but I, I don't always think it's necessary in a pay per view. I sometimes think the pay per views run a little bit too long, and sometimes. For the crowd, it's it's a lot. Like unless unless you're gonna have banger after banger after banger, it's it's a lot for the crowd to stay into it. You know, mm. keep that energy going or whatnot. So I think yeah, that could be a problem. I, I agree. Because yeah. I I feel like because feel, yeah. the the pay per view was really long and a lot of it, like like we said, the first half was like because me, I didn't watch the whole thing. I honestly like it went. I went to that like I was skipping matches and then I got to the eight man tag. And then Miro versus Andrade, and then I started skipping matches again. I mean, I didn't even watch the Gold Dust match because I knew, like, like it's obvious that Swerve's gonna like fucking put him into the fucking dirt. Yeah. Like, come on, why? Why is so? And that's my thing. Why is no offense to Gold Dust? Love Gold Dust. Love Dustin Rhodes. But I don't know why that match was even a thing on a big pay per view after Swerve just got a huge victory. <laughs> you know the yeah. prior, but. I'll give AEW the credit there because Keith Lee, you know, it was originally going to be Swerve and Keith Lee, and Keith Lee got injured, yeah. you know, having his problems. So I kind of, I guess they want to keep Swerve on the card, which that one makes sense because as long as they book Swerve correctly, and I hope they stay consistent with Swerve. And I get well, Billy keeps calling on Samoa Joe, so yeah, so hopefully yeah. that's another thing, bro. Happy, yeah, for Joe. and, that, and that's, that's kind of what new, I was new AEW world champion, yeah, and that's what I was leading to Samoa Joe world champ. I'm so happy, but by the end, I feel like it didn't get the crowd reaction that it should have because everyone was so fucking drained. Um, it was a big reaction. I just, mm. I think it should have been like one of the biggest reactions I ever. I, mean, I, th- I think the crowd reacted fucking like Samoa Joe winning the the world heavyweight championship. You know what I mean? Um, I loved it. I, I love I love Samoa. I'm, you guys know me. I'm a huge Samoa Joe mm-hmm. fan. I didn't expect him to come out of this paper with great. the championship, at least not clean. He went over clean. And that's some that's some. He sick went over shit. clean. I'm yeah. like I'm yeah. really proud of AEW for doing. I'm that. happy, dude. Yeah, and I think I think it definitely breathes new life into like the world title scene because as much as I loved MJF, it was it was time I, to get the yeah. title off him and let some new guys yeah. like and Samoa Joe's a fucking beast. Yeah. That dude is going to like. He just said, I don't awesome care. Don't, to the world no one talks about me backstage because I'll whoop everybody's ass. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, if someone, somebody wants to talk shit, come up to his face. Yeah. Fight. <laughs> like, I love yeah. that. At first, I wasn't a fan of Samoa Joe winning the title because I'm like, okay, he's been around. He's old. You know, we should probably focus on newer talent. But more I sat on it, you know, he's at the end of his career. More than, I wouldn't say at the end, but he's getting closer and closer. So I think it's good for him to have a last world title spot. And I'm thinking all the possibilities, you know, he's not going to be a champ who books, you know, want to book around him. He's going to want to put over as many talent as he can, whether that's yeah. dropping the title or swerve or whoever. So at first I wasn't a fan of it, but now I'm all aboard. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually, I mean, I like, like you said, it's, it's more than likely his last world title run yeah. of, of his career. So, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm happy. Cause like, I, I feel like AEW needed this. I feel like they shouldn't go from one big rain to another big rain. I think you got to have a bridge in there. Um, but I, I'll, I'll Samoa Joe, man, like AEW did that right. 
They they absolutely did that. I mean, I'm 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 marveling over it. 100%. And uh, the reason why I love it so much too is it's not like it, it kind of like you said, James. Like he's older, but like Samoa Joe still mm. got it. Like he's still very mm. much got it. Everything he's doing is still selling. Like flipping people off like while walking out the fucking way for, for a high flying <laughs> yeah. move like that still hits in 2023 right. man I love <laughs> like, or 2024 now it's 2024 and he's one of the more and he's one of the more like believable just badasses yeah he like really he's is. not a guy i would want to like, like you think about like tough street, like tough bro. dudes it's samoa joe mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh. now what about so i think the last thing we got to talk about so, on this pay-per-view is the adam cole mjf stuff now i mean apparently now i could see why the mjf run got a little stale because he was apparently uh, unless he's selling his move to the wwe he was very very hurt because now he's going to be out for a year or more but (laughs) did you see his shoulder like it looked bad you could see like under the tape and it looked super like bruised and swollen and i I don't think it's fake uh, kind of like how Cody like had the whole like torn pec and all the bruising and shit. Like, it it looked pretty bad. So I don't know. I just think it's tough, man. I think it well, now we're officially in the bidding war of twenty twenty four, which is gonna be a very hot topic. You know, because I I don't know where MJF stands. All the, all the speculation. There's so much speculation out there. You know, part of me thinks about he, he probably resigned, especially with everything that Adam Cole said on AEW Dynamite, saying that he's gone, he's not coming back. Usually when you say yeah. something like that, it means they're going to come back. But that could also be an AEW, you know, having that door open just in case he hasn't resigned because we don't know what MGF wants to do. You know, he has probably more character freedom in AEW, but, you know, his dream was to be. He wants to be a great man. He wants to be one of the greatest of all time, and I don't think I think he accomplishes that if he goes to WWE. I think he could without. I mean, look at Kenny Omega. Yeah, but like on the on a grander stage, like there's kids that don't know about Kenny Omega. You know what I mean? I don't care. I mean, (laughs) I I think I think Kenny Omega is still one of the greatest of all time. I, I don't care how many people know about him or don't know about him. Kenny Kenny's done enough in his career to warrant. One of being one of the greatest of all time, in my opinion. So, so what do y'all think he? I don't. End up I don't care if some eight year old doesn't know him. Shitty eight year old. That's his problem. So, what do y'all think MGF's gonna end up in? Um, I think he pops up I, out I of nowhere. Back. In, I mean, I, I think he's gonna pop up out of. I, I think it depends. I think it depends over the next few months. I think like if AEW can like make you know make a little run here. You know, use this Samoa Joe title run to the best of their efforts. Um, stop with this confusing booking. Get their shit together a little bit. Just a little bit. It doesn't have to be too much. I think he'll stay there. But, like, I think he wants WWE or he wants to just be out. Because he, honestly, from what it looks like, and like I said, with the injury being how severe it is, it's only his injury is only severe because he kept wrestling through it. I think he gave everything he had left maybe to this title run or what he had left in the moment. Um, I think it's going to be hard for him to come back because like this is if if everything is true, like like I said, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're in for one of the craziest bombshells. MJF shows up on the Raw after WrestleMania and just fucking you, you know what I mean? Like that. I'm, I'm leaving that as a possibility. But if everything is true with his injuries. 
you know, I, I don't know, man. It, it's hard because he's going to have to have, like, that reconstructive shoulder surgery. He's going to be out for, you know, a year. He'll be out a year or more if he doesn't get mm-hmm. the surgery. Um, it's it's tough. Cause... The, the speculation in the meantime, people are going to be, like, just guessing oh, all yeah. over the place. It's going entertain- like, to be entertaining and, for sure. And if it's but... real, people are going to be guessing for a year. So... Like, exactly. Ringside news. I feel like it's gonna get to a point where people just forget. I feel like it's gonna get to a point where people just like forget and just stop which, mentioning him, and then all of a sudden great. he comes back we and it's like, that. holy we, fuck! We need that. Like, yeah, exactly, um, exactly. But you know, it's hard because we know MJF has said before that he doesn't really want to wrestle for too long, which is why part of me believes that he gave everything he had to this world title run, um, and wrestled as hurt as he was with all the injuries that he had. Um, just because, you know, that that's his one stamp on wrestling and we'll see what happens. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to see him back in AEW just because I think the character work is just it, it fits more in AEW. I'd agree. But if it's his dream to, to go to WWE and wrestle at WrestleMania, I just I don't see a scenario where he goes in and be and is the top guy at any point anytime soon. I, I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, there's, there's, there's so many top guys in WWE right now. I know WWE loves yeah, the guys that are good on the mic. Though. That, that's the thing with WWE is like if you're good on the mic, they'll push you. So MJ is definitely good yeah. on the mic. That's and true. especially if he gets yeah. in there and cuts one promo, lights up the whole fucking <laughs> locker room, just starts fucking. He calls Roman Reigns fat or some shit. Like, <laughs> like come on, <laughs> like everyone's gonna love that shit. <laughs> I mean, like literally, oh, it'll be interesting. I'm excited. To, like so. fucking fatal four way at the Royal Rumble because like the fans fucking love yeah. them. I, I don't know. I think it, I think WWE is just a little different now with Triple H running it. Um, so we'll mm-hmm. yeah, we'll that's see. that's for sure, definitely. Um, so yeah, agreed. real quick, touch up on the Adam Cole thing. I mean, I'm not I'm not too yeah. hyped about it, but ooh, I don't. Sex. Like when it comes to the devil thing, I like I don't know. I feel like they could have gone a different direction. Like I don't, I don't see the point. No, no other direction made sense. I don't see the point uh, of this. I, if I, I was I just, not wrestling. You know what I mean? Oh, he'll be back soon, bro. His injury happened like over three months ago. But wasn't it like a? He'll be back in the next. It, wasn't it a major injury that they were selling? Yeah, I think it was a nine-month yeah, injury. Yeah. I think he'd be down to. We, we don't know that. I mean, I, 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 think was it hoping was, I think it was rushed because MJF is actually injured and they wanted to rush the yeah. storyline's conclusion. But and especially if MJF didn't uh, resign, right. you know, they don't if they have to end the storyline somewhere because if he doesn't resign, you just wasted all this stuff for nothing. That's true. But mm. the, the devil, you can't, you can't just keep dragging out the devil storyline. Oh, though, I agree. Like, I agree. I think that, it, it, I feel I like it had to right. end. Yeah, it, I think it had to end. I will say, and I think the execution was great. Yeah, I think the execution was cool. I wish, you know, after there's no controlling this, I wish Adam Cole wasn't injured and like he pulled off the boot and just like super kicked MJF. That would have been badass. But obviously, you can't control that injury. So yeah, I don't know. That's whatever. Yeah. The Rock's back. Um, called out Roman yeah, Reigns. We're gonna fatal, fatal four way at Royal Rumble. I fucking I love that. Like I actually absolutely love that idea because. I think right now, and I, I, I love that, like, I think WWE is reconsidering letting Roman Reigns go into WrestleMania with the title. And I think it's so necessary if he doesn't go into the into it with the title. How do you guys feel about anything WWE, I guess? 
well, for the Fatal Four Way, you know, I I love that concept. I'm just I'm very iffy on. I want Roman to lose. I think Roman needs to lose at at the Rumble, but I'm iffy on how they do it. Do they have someone else get pinned and still make Roman look good, or do you really want to end this crazy title reign by Roman not getting pinned? Because I mean, Roman getting pinned that will help someone a lot. But if someone like Randy Orton pins AJ Styles. Randy's already had a legendary career. You know, him pinning Roman Reigns, that would just be like a, something on a list. So if, I think Randy Orton's the best option. You know, have Randy Orton win. Him and Cody can have a feud. Because there's, there's so much stuff that they can go back with the legacy. You know, Randy Orton punt kicked yeah. Dusty Rhodes, RKO Dusty Rhodes. So at first it could start off as a friendly feud between Orton and Cody. And then Orton just be his heel self and bring up the past. And now he'll build, and then you can have Roman versus Rock alone because that match don't need no title. No, and I'm 100% all in on that too. Uh, Randy Orton winning the title at the Royal Rumble, The Rock probably costing Roman the title in some way to like build their feud for WrestleMania because that sets up three like huge draw WrestleMania matches in Orton, Cody, Rollins, Punk, assuming uh, Punk wins the Royal Rumble, and then Roman and Rock. So like that that already is three money makers at, at WrestleMania. I agree. So I'm I'm all for that. So I'm hoping it happens, but I don't know. So we'll see. I absolutely love the Fatal Four Way for like so many reasons. What I feel like the conclusion should be is I feel like it should just be a crazy, crazy like if we're gonna end the Roman Reigns run, I feel like this ending has to be a disaster. Like I feel like there has to be like <laughs> ten people interfering. Like, just so many near pinfalls, like, but at the same time, I, it's hard for me to envision Randy Orton winning and going to WrestleMania against Cody Rhodes because Randy Orton's not a heel. Like, he's still, you know, like, tweening or face, but I know he's definitely not a heel. AJ Styles is the heel here. (laughs) Um, I don't, I don't think it's too crazy to have AJ Styles as a bridge champion to Elimination Chamber. And then figure something like that that out then. But I think Randy Orton's the one guy that makes sense for Cody Rhodes to actually, you know, face at WrestleMania if it's not Roman Reigns. But that's where it gets confusing because, you know, you would want Roman Reigns to go and face Cody Rhodes and lose to Cody Rhodes. How do you end this? Because you can't end it with, like, Randy Orton pinning AJ Styles because then, you know, what the fuck? You know, I feel like Roman Reigns has to get pinned here. I would Honestly, I would love for it to be LA Knight. Give, give him you know a little trial run here and see see what happens get the huge pop at the end of at, at the you know royal rumble but i don't know i don't i also don't want to see him to win the royal rumble and i don't want cody rhodes to win the royal rumble i think that's too bland i think yeah predictable. go ahead i agree i think it's a little bit too predictable yeah you know with cody and punk i feel like Drew i McIntyre think i'm running that wrong yeah you, you, you took you took right you know I'm a big Seth Rollins fan and all. I love Seth Rollins, but I really think Drew should have won the match on Raw and have LA Knight win the Rumble. So you can have, because Punk and uh, Rollins, that's another big match that doesn't need a title. So you can have that at Mania. True, true. You got Rock, Roman, Cody, Orton, and then say LA Knight wins the Rumble. He's hot as hell. He can start a feud with Drew, and that'll be just build that great. That's five. Five great matches, right? Dude, there. CM Punk versus fucking. Do you see? Do you see Triple H screwing over? Do you see Triple H screwing over Punk and not winning WrestleMania though? I, I think it'd be hilarious. It's, it's but so, it's so hard. There's so many great matches right now that could main event. No, post night. Yeah. It's hard to pick one. 
And honestly, yeah. Punk wants the main event. And I think main event, main event is what he wants. He doesn't want a main event night one. He wants the main event. I'm, my guess of the buy one, get one extravaganza, <laughs> exactly. as he called it. <laughs> I think he wants a main event of night two. And that's just not, that's not. That's not going to happen with like Roman. Whether, whether you have There's Roman no versus Cody or Roman versus Rock, it's just, that's not it. Nothing's in the top. Roman gets this main event no matter what. Yeah, and I, I love it. I mean, I, I, I think there's going to be a lot of good matches because we're still – I think we're still going to get Jimmy versus Jay. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think we're – Oh, yeah. And definitely. I love that. I would love if Roman Reigns versus The Rock isn't for the championship because – I mean, obviously, I mean, mm-hmm. I think people would be pissed. But um, if it's not for the championship, I think making the conclusion of the Bloodline storyline that, like that big match, have nothing to do with the title. It's the same way I feel with Seth and CM Punk. I don't I, the title is just secondary like their feud like everything all the history that goes into those two specifically I would love for it like not to be attached to a title and like you said James do Drew McIntyre versus LA Knight for that title I mean that that title's supposed to represent um you know I guess an escape from the WWE title like something different and I I feel like yeah. if you do Seth Rollins versus CM Punk you're not you're not achieving that. Whereas you do LA Knight versus Drew. Finally, you know, maybe Drew wins in front of the fans after yeah. LA Knight has a cool little two month reign. I'd love that. Yeah. You could literally pull like the same thing with uh, Goldberg and Brock in 2004, where, well, didn't Goldberg cost Brock the title, like at the Rumble in, in this title match? And then they, they, had a WrestleMania match. Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. Before WrestleMania, obviously. When Shawn Michaels yeah, exactly. chilled under the fucking chamber for like yeah. an hour and then <laughs> yeah. came in and helped Chris Jericho yeah. win the title. I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, this exactly. Not, like, that that's enough to build a WrestleMania. That's just... I, I don't think... Let, let's be real, dude. Let's be real. WrestleMania 25, what was the biggest match on the card? Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker, right. not for a title. So. Yeah. Right. It's definitely, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how they play. I it. trust in Triple H because yeah. there's so many different ways they could go. I trust, yeah. It's uh, the Rumble pay per view stacked. There's so many possibilities going into the yeah. Rumble. Like the Rumble match itself right now seems predictable, but just one title change can change everything. I agree. Unpredictable. That's yeah. why I said like this Fatal Four Way. I'm looking forward. Very, to it. very interesting. Like I, I love the decision to make that a Fatal Four Way because it's. Yeah, it kind of because like like I said, my issue with Roman Reigns run is that it's a lot of bullshit and I'm kind of intrigued to see if Roman Reigns pulls some more bullshit out of the hat to, to win the fatal for me. But I don't know. There's something about Roman Reigns. It's a lot that, harder like, against four people locked in anymore. I think he's on his way out like he's just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I, I think he's ready to retire and move on. Um, it, it's you, do movies full time. I don't know. I, I just think he's just done with this like. Yeah, I think he's had his run. I, he looks tired. He looks like I don't know. He does. He doesn't. Yeah, he's aged so much this past year. He looks he's so probably stressed. Like, <laughs> probably. I mean, having the big. Oh, he doesn't even run. show up to work. <laughs> <laughs> what is he stressed about? Carrying the title around everywhere, uh, not having to wrestle. Yeah. Fucking. Well, like, did you guys get that vibe on, when he came back to SmackDown? Like, he looks fucking tired, dude. Like, he looks done. He looks, yeah, he looks so tired right now. <laughs> Like he just looks like, from what I don't know, but maybe he he just wants out at this point. You know, he's because when he drops his title, no, after he has this match with Rock, there's nothing else he can do. Like everything else would just feel small to what he's just done. Yeah. Like he needs to be. Yeah, after he, he needs to Jay, disappear like, for like a year and a half and then randomly come back. Uh, that's how I feel. Like 
for a one-off yeah. match, yeah. yeah. Against like against Solo Sokoa, and then boom. I'm not sold on Solo, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, you notice they had the graphics Solo Sokoa returns. I'm like, come on, bro. What's with all these fucking return fucking? <laughs> like, now it's Solo. Like, come on. <laughs> Nobody batted it. I love it that. when they put up a graphic like so and so returns, and it's like they were gone for one right. week. Like relax. This <laughs> one, <laughs> who do y'all say is uh, male superstar of the year? Uh, no, this is overall wrestling. That's just yeah. uh, I got WWE two. I got two. They're right. WWE guys. Listen, I love love MJF, love AEW, like some of the AEW guys. But I think when you look a little bit deeper into the stats for Cody Rhodes, for example. He wrestled, I think, the most matches. I could be wrong. He wrestled the most matches of anybody this year. I, th- I think Dom did. They, but they, they were both, yeah, they were in the top, which is impressive. What the fuck? Dominic Mysterio? Yeah. Who the fuck let him wrestle so yeah. much? Yeah. But, um, you know, Cody Rhodes, he had like 100-some matches, only, got, only lost like I think two or three of those, um, and I think they were tag team losses. Um, on top of that, like he still has the momentum that he did when he came hmm. back. Yeah, like the loss to Roman and the loss oh, to Brock. Oh, yeah, yeah, my, my apologies. I, I see what you're right, saying, right. though, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, he still has the same momentum he did, I believe, when he came back. He's the guy. Like, WWE's clearly making him the guy. But then on the other hand, you have Seth Rollins, who I think carried this company through Roman Reigns, showing up once every two months. Um, and actually is putting, like, he's beat a lot of guys on the run that he's on, too. Um, including, like, a very hot Drew McIntyre. Um, you know, I believe some of his matches with Cody Rhodes were at the beginning of the year. No, they all happened okay, in 2022. All right, all right, yeah. But I don't know. I think I'd go with Cody Rhodes here. Good mention though. Yeah, Those are great I matches. Think, I'm gonna. I think I'd go with great Cody match. Rhodes. But like Seth Rollins, like I wouldn't be mad if you know anybody said Seth Rollins because he he did he did a lot for the company this year. That's right. fair. Yeah. For my superstar of the year. You know, Seth Rollins is a very honorable mention for all the same reasons you said, Sax. But for my super study, I'm going with uh, MJF. I thought it was Sam. Like this year. <laughs> <laughs> I Bro, like... literally choke out Jungle Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like this year MJF had that whole AEW company on his back. Like, I feel like he just Fair really point. carried it. Everything he's, everything he's done, I mean... The last few months, I wasn't really too fan of this whole face fraud, and I, you know, I talked about that on the last episode. Just, it's not for me for MJF. But overall, everything else, you know, I feel like the matches just, and the storylines. Exactly, there's been so many great storylines. Like his match with uh, uh, Brian Danielson, the Iron Man match, blew my expectations. Uh-huh. I never expected. I can, that I, shit was incredible. I still can't believe MJF tapped out Brian Danielson. Yeah, in literally 67 in a 67 minute match where they didn't really slow down ever. It was like oh, just nonstop action. It didn't feel like an probably, hour. Did not feel like probably one of probably one of the greatest AEW matches ever. Yeah, in in the five plus years. Nice. All right. All right. All right so uh, so Saxby went WWE. James went I'm going AEW. To I'm going New Japan. I'm <laughs> yeah. Moose, obviously. <laughs> no, so I'm I'm gonna say uh, Will Osprey is wrestler got of the paid. year for me um yeah, yeah. got paid the dude had three literal match of the year contenders in both of his matches with omega and his match with speedball mike bailey um he beat jericho he beat okada he beat naito he was uh wgp us champion for a while 
like I don't know it's like it's hard to have a year like that and Osprey did all those things in the span of a year is just absolutely insane so I mean his match with Kenny Omega is my match of the year at Wrestle Kingdom so it's hard it's hard to choose anyone but Osprey for me so fair I I love your guys' picks though definitely definitely deserving yeah right uh, next category uh, female superstar of the year James go ahead all right. Just go in reverse. All right, so uh, I'll say I'm gonna say Rhea Ripley. I know she hasn't defended the title too much in the recent, but like I feel like the attention she has brought, like Judgment Day, which you know helped bring them right, you know, rise more for them, you know, pun intended. And I feel like everything she's just doing, like she has proved herself <laughs> <All right>. like, <laughs> a, a dominant female. You know, she's been champ for a while. I know she hasn't defended too much, but. Anytime she has a mic or something, I'm always interested. Her and Dom Doms are freaking hilarious together. You know, and it's, I, I, I put Rhea Ripley as my female superstar. Yeah. Rhea definitely carried Judgment Day, and that yeah. definitely speaks volumes. She, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm choosing Tony Storm, I think. That's a good one. Um, she absolutely, like, is killing her current character, and she has a couple world title wins in 2023, and She's honestly the most captivating WWE women uh, women's wrestler at the moment, and uh, she she just absolutely killed it last year. Um, and I don't think anybody really was on her level in the company. Um, I love what Rhea did in WWE though. She was definitely the focal point of the Judgment Day, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's my favorite WWE women's wrestler. So, but yeah, I'm going Tony. Well, Stone. I got Nia Jax. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> I was about to say, bro. Quick shout out. Um, I want to shout out Samantha Irwin. You know, Durbin. Yeah. She's not <laughs> obviously she's not a wrestler, but I think I love her as a you know an announcer. Um, but I'm I think I'm gonna go with Rhea Ripley just because like she even if she didn't de- defend her title much, she just dominated the year, man. Like she was just in. She was just in the, you know, major storylines with the Judgment Day. Like, she was in it. Like, even as, like... She was like the fe- yeah. Like, as a female manager, like, what she was able to accomplish through the Judgment Day, I'm, I'm here for. Like, just that alone. Like, she's just there in the male's business. Like, she's just there. And, she, like, like Alex said, like, she's the one. Like, honestly. Like, they're sitting there like, oh, she's the leader of Judgment Day. And that's just fucking crazy. Like, and that's why I don't like Damian Priest. No, I'm just playing. But um, yeah, no, I, I I agree with Rhea. Not to mention, I don't. She had like the probably the best women's match of the year with Charlotte yeah. at WrestleMania. Yeah, that match was so. really good. All right, for uh, what would y'all say is the tag team of the year? Hmm. This one was tough. Yeah, this one's tough because I don't feel like any tag teams really like did like super hmm. crazy things. Um. I just said FTR, yeah, that's because right. they were good. the whole return they had like those that series of matches with Bullet Club Gold, which their uh, two out of three falls match with Jay White and Juice Robinson was amazing on that episode of Collision. Um, they had the title win to to uh, kind of solidify it. Um, I don't know. I feel like it was kind of a weak year for tag teams, like all yeah, over the I board. Agree. Yeah, but I, I really like what I really like what Bullet Club War uh, Dogs did. Alex Coughlin and Gabe Kidd, I think they're a fantastic tag team, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do in the future. But 
It was it was hard to choose. Yeah, it was tag hard team. to choose. No, so. again, I feel like it was a very lackluster year for tag teams. But for my pick, I went with uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. No, that's yeah, that was the beginning of the year. That's one. true. Yeah, beginning of the year. You know, they were hot. Damn. They were the ones who ended the Uso uh, record-breaking reign. You no, know. yeah. I feel like WWE Great wrote that too. perfectly yeah. because, like, for two guys that were really hot, especially Sami Zayn not giving him the world title when maybe they should have they didn't fuck it up they actually gave him a good tag team run so i, I think yeah. i agree i i don't i think it's either them or ftr i i agree with you guys i don't know if i have one specific um one i mean the the team that i was gonna say is like any combination of the judgment day i guess just because they they dominated the tag team scene all year um but it's really hard for me to get around it, that. Is, so yeah. I guess I'll go FTR, man. They, they, they were a very yeah. consistent, solid tag team the whole year. So, yeah. All right. What'd you say is the holy shit moment of the year? Oh, CM Punk returning to oh, WWE yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was not even a question for me. Yeah. It's, uh, that's what I had for it. I know CM Punk, you know, the most unexpected thing, you know, if you start the year off and you say CM Punk is returning to WWE, you know, when he's still with AW, you know, and it's it crazy because I, like, no way. It, there was just so many holy shit moments this year, bro. Like yeah, Edge going lot. to AEW, yeah. um, there, there was a lot, man. There, there was just, there was a lot. Yeah, but I agree. Yeah. That was just like the icing yeah. on the cake. It really it's was. It's a great way to crazy. end the year and everything. You know, it's still awesome and yeah. So yeah, I think we're all on the same page there. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, no question. Uh, who would y'all say is the breakout star of the year? Oh, LA Knight, um, right? For me, yeah, I guess that's that's. Oh shit! I, didn't I even think about that. I overlooked that one. <laughs> like, I mean, the, I really the reason why I say that, that is just because, like, I I love the guy's story. I mean, I I'll always say it. Like, I'm not, I'm still not super sold. On LA Knight, like, I don't want to see him, like, go on, like, a dominant run or anything because I feel like I need to see him with the title first. Um, mm-hmm. And I've he, – he's done, man. He's done a lot. I, I, I don't know why I said he's done. Yeah. But, like, he, he did a lot this and year. he's like, still – he's done. He's yeah. cooked. I overlooked that one. He forced his way to the top. Like, and that's – like, yeah. in WWE, that's, that's true. really, really hard to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's true. For me, I yeah. got a uh, Dominic Mysterio. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, uh, that's cool. I feel like this past year, he's really his talent has almost like doubled. Everything he's doing mm-hmm. with the Judgment Day is great. You know, his he's getting the best heel reaction I've seen in years. Like that yeah, man, just every time he starts talking, it's just getting booed I like love crazy. It. You know, whether it's just the fans always just ganging up on him, you know, just just for the fun of it at this point. Bullies. Yeah, basically, basically but, you know, I feel like, you know, this year he's really improved. You know, for the longest time, he was just, you know, Rey Mysterio's son. But now that he has fully distanced himself from Rey Mysterio, I really think, you know, this has been a great year for him. He's definitely I mean, broke out of that. It sold, it sold yeah. it for me when he got the fucking the mullet and started, like, going off and being, like, the joke of him being Eddie's son, like I thought that was just fucking top tier. Like I never thought I'd, I never thought they'd actually do that, and they actually did mm-hmm. it. And it's like it, even though like everyone boos him, like it's a different kind of boo now. Like it's a yeah. we love to hate him, and it, it's like it went from like exactly. legitimate hate yeah. to like actually like we love to hate him now, which I always yeah, love that. Known. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like with Christian, it's like people love Christian because he says off the wall shit. <laughs> yeah, but you love it. 
uh, I'm also going Dominic Mysterio actually for breakout of the year. Um, he, the amount that he's improved since debuting, like what, th- less than three years ago is just insane. Mm-hmm. And uh, super happy to see it. He's really coming to his own. Um, like James said, he's like, he's not just Ray's son anymore. He is Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. Um, my fa- One of my favorite moments of the year was when he got whipped with the belt by Ray Mysterio. <laughs> yeah. <at WrestleMania. laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, but yeah, uh, he's, he's really come full circle and like, he's still improving and he's, he's been doing awesome work. So. And I think a good honorable mention, it's just hard to say breakout because he's had an amazing career already. It's Jay Uso. I mean, obviously, he's already had a legendary career. With, you know, that's part of the Usos. But, like, this year specifically, he's, like, gone out on his own and has become, you know, Jay Uso just on his own. Like, he's not just one of the Usos anymore. Yeet. And I think Yeet. it's, like, it's huge. We won't get in trouble for that, And it's right? huge Hopefully because they, they separated Jay and Jimmy, I think, with the purpose of them being solo competitors. And Jimmy, they put right back into the bloodline. Um, yeah. And Jay, they, they're still letting him thrive, you know, by himself. I mean, yeah, he's in tag team matches and shit, but, like, I, I would still say that he's he's thriving. And uh, yeah, honorable definitely. mention. He's Carmelo, so over. You know, I, I yeah, think. Mellow, yeah. I mean, if he would have gotten baby. to. Ilya, Ilya Dragon. Yeah, I mean, if he would have gotten to, like, yeah, a high spot on the, main, on, the, on the main roster, I think he'd be the winner here. Um, but that's uh-huh. that's what's gonna happen this year. So, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Mellow's awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, what would y'all say is the pay per view of the year? I'll go. Um, I think AEW Revolution is my pay per view of the year. Listen, <laughs> hear me out. You had arguably the greatest AEW match of all time in Danielson and MJF. You had Hangman and John Moxley in Texas Death Match, which was great. You had the Elite versus the House of Black, which was awesome. Uh, Christian and Jungle Boy in the final burial match, I thought was awesome. It's just when when you're looking at like pay-per-views this year, that was the most all-around stacked card that I saw and that I watched. That I feel like it just kind of had to be my pick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, it was hard for me to to pick anything else. Yeah, I'm going to pass up one. Yeah, I, I tried to over not put this one to the side because I feel like it's on its own category. But WrestleMania this year was really just stacked. You know, all together it was one of the best WrestleManias in a while. You know, we had great several great matches. You know, started seeing the fall of the bloodline. You know, saw Sammy and Kevin get their win. You know, everyone thought Roman was going to lose. Roman didn't lose, and I still think it was a good booking. Decision. I don't think it's a terrible booking decision. I can go both ways on that. I did not there's expect just, that. just so many great matches. You know, Sheamus versus uh, Gunther versus Gunther and McIntyre. Drew. That was arguably one top of five match of the year. Some good yeah, points. Top five match of the year. So yeah, I'd, I'd say WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think the obvious pick would be you know something that you guys picked. Um, I'm just gonna give a little love to Backlash, man. I thought like Backlash was like and. You know, I, I'm not going, I'm not saying backlash because, you know, the matches necessarily, but I thought the crowd was fucking hot. And I thought this was like, yeah, yeah that's it was true. a point where like, you that could was Puerto see Rico, right? WWE yeah. was like fucking turning, like it turned the leaf completely. Like we're, we're here. WWE's different. Vince is yeah. done. Vince is cooked. You know, the, the crowd is, is like there in Puerto Rico fucking loving it. The crowd. Um, Carlito came Dude, back. Bad Bunny's entrance was incredible. <laughs> Yeah, bad point. That shit's so cool, man. Right. 
Bad Bunny's entrance was so cool. And then yeah, Carlito yeah, that was a, good, that was a and really I think good that show. Was the highlight of the show. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. But yeah. <laughs> one of the highlights. Real quick, is cool as hell. No pun intended. I kind of want to give a shout out to All In just because eighty thousand people, Wembley Stadium. Like when you think of like WrestleMania type shows, I'm not I'm not comparing it to WrestleMania at all, but like it felt like a huge aspect. Oh, one hundred percent. It definitely felt like a WrestleMania. Like, that's what. And like, MJF versus Adam Cole. I think yeah, oh perfect. I think that's where they need to go. You know, I love All Out because it's always in Chicago and buys. You know, I just love it there. But I think they need to get away from All Out, especially if they're doing back to back weeks like that was a booking disaster. I mean, All Out was still a pretty good show. You know, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. But like having two pay per views back to back is a booking disaster. Definitely all tough. in and all out. Yeah, like, definitely. What? Yeah. <laughs> And I think this year they're still All doing was them fun, back though. to back. All out oh, was yeah. fun. All out was a bunch of, you know, a ton of fun being there. You know, I had so much fun just yelling meat the whole time. Was <laughs> bro meat the meat chance? <laughs> yeah, what what company is the company of the yeah. overall? TNA. No. <laughs> Me, I, I gotta say, I think I'm gonna give the leeway to WWE. Ring of Honor. I feel like especially. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that one. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say WWE just because I feel like ever since Triple H fully took over, it's just been game changer. Like it's almost a complete flip of what we've seen before. And I don't know. I think feel like AEW had a one of the worst years. I would say. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's bad. It's far from bad. Like something you know. I don't think AEW is a sinking ship, as some people would like to say. But I, <laughs> Lewis. I definitely think it was one of the flat years in the past five years, which is okay. Shit, no shit happens, whatnot. But I feel like WWE really thrived. But overall, I think twenty twenty three is probably the best year for wrestling, and maybe ever in a while, easily in the past twenty years. Yeah, I mean, I'll go with I'll go with WWE <sighs> just because um, I think Triple H fixed what was almost a disaster with the bloodline at the beginning of the year. <laughs> um booked that really well and then like after that it was just banger after banger after banger for a while there so i'm going wwe that bloodline was like pierced they definitely had a great year i i gotta go with aw just because it's what i personally enjoyed the most watching so that's okay and and the matches that that they put on i think are just like what i enjoyed more so but i mean all, all the credit to WWE. They had a fantastic year. Yeah. I love seeing all those full arenas. Uh, that They're selling out shows. They're putting on banger shows. Like You love to see it for wrestling. Hell yeah. So. Great year yeah, wrestling. I need 15 minutes. All right. <laughs> I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I've been holding this shit in for the last like two segments. <laughs> I promise <laughs> I'll make this quick. I'll be right back. How much more money do Hardy see? Come on. They got, they got money. Yeah, sure. Right, yeah. DUIs are probably expensive. Jeff might need the money, but he got money. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Matt might be going through a divorce right now, though. I saw. Rebby is just That's crazy. Nonstop. I fucking hate Rebby Hardy to begin with. I want to know what's going on. Yeah, but she's just like, like, she made a whole fucking thing on TikTok about CTE with him. It was all down. <laughs> Fuck, guys. 
Did you have Did you have a nice time? No, bro. It was explosive. <laughs> it was bad. I had to take a fucking shower. Like a fucking. It was bad, bro. <laughs> a mini rinse. It was fucking oh, terrible, dude. Oh man. I'm never like. It happens. That energy, like, cause my girl got these like natural energy drinks, and they're good. They get me energized. They're fine. But like, bro, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I like died, man. But I'm back to life. Let's go. Top five most overrated in wrestling history. Who wants? Should I kick this off? Yeah, I want to go last on this one. I want to go last. This is gonna be fucking spicy. All right, I'll go first. <laughs> All right, so top five most overrated in wrestling history. I'm gonna give an honorable mention first to CM Punk. <laughs> now listen, 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 listen. <laughs> I say overrated. Before these recent runs, like AEW, WWE, because obviously the reactions that he's gotten is clearly not fucking overrated. Like, he's clearly one of the best things to happen to wrestling in the modern era. But his first WWE run, I think, was super overrated. It felt like every title run he got, he was a pushover, which, you know, booking, I guess. But when he was a WWE champion for like 400 days... It wasn't really that memorable of a run besides he had the title. Um, I think a lot of his promos was exactly what Triple H said. Like, you don't really want change. You just want to be the top guy. And I actually agreed with that while it was happening. Um, I think as a wrestler, he was decent then. But now I I think, like, it's going to be hard for me to watch a CM Punk match now. Um, But I don't think he's the most overrated of all time. I actually appreciate CM Punk. I just think that I just did not like his first WWE run, which was basically the, his whole career, unfortunately. But um, number five is Shawn Michaels. Poor James. I can't have this list and not mention no. Shawn Michaels. I don't have no basis to this anymore, um, but I have to throw Shawn Michaels Bro. on the list for the take that I made last week. Um, number four, John Moxley. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, what the I am uh, one person that doesn't really appreciate him too much. Um, I just think, you know, too much blood, too much, you know, cutting himself on the forehead. God. You know, it's it's too much for me. Um, I don't – I just don't feel anything when, when he's in the ring and he's in his matches, nothing. I mean, once in a while, watching one of his really extreme matches is cool, but – I mean, and again, it could be booking, but in WWE, when they gave him the his run, it, I was just so bored, man. It, it wasn't. It, it's. I think he's overrated. A lot of people just like him because of blood and extreme, and and that's cool. But you know, I'm I'm over that. So number three, a lot of heart. Lex Luger. Um, you know, I, I had to throw him on this list because like he was just. He looked like one of those inflatable doll, like those inflatable muscle dolls. <laughs> I think I, you guys know what I'm talking. Maybe they made the doll after him, but like it's he just looks like one of those inflatable dolls. And honestly, watching his matches in WCW and WWE, I just didn't understand why he was. He should have been a jobber to me. Like in my honest opinion, I thought Lex Luger should have been a jobber. Just I, I didn't understand anything of what was going on with him. Um, and I'm glad they didn't really make him a world. They made him a world champion in WCW, right? Not WWE. If they even know. fucking did that, I don't know. But I don't. I don't think he was. Yeah, I hated watching Lex no. Luger when I when I went back in history. Number two um, is Goldberg. 
Um, cause I think this is like, you know, obvious answer here for me, you know, I knocked him down to number two. He would have been my number one, but I put him down to number two because I watched SummerSlam 2003. I was hyped. I was like, yeah, for the first time. I'm like, oh, Goldberg. Yeah, let's go Goldberg. <laughs> um, and I get it. I get why people love them, but if, if it's a multi-people match, it, it had to be him dominating and then match over um or after like if it was a singles match didn't go you know over three five minutes whatever ruined a lot of careers injured a lot of people um left for a very long time after a short run and then came back and wanted everything in the world um wwe stupidly gave it to him um yeah. but yeah no I'd, i'm just uh, i'm done with the the whole goldberg thing but number one fuck goldberg oh no oh no <laughs> i'm going with brett the hitman heart Oh now hear me out. No hear me out. Saxby. Listen, when he was on when he was on top, it was some of the lowest ratings in WWE. Me personally, I was very bored by Bret Hart. I loved some of his matches. You know, he, he had you know good matches with Shawn Michaels, don't get me wrong, whatever. Um, but when the Hart Dynasty was running things in the WWE, it was boring, it was whack, <laughs> and they needed the attitude era to make up for that. Um he's bitter about just about everything, and I get it. You know, Goldberg ruined his career. Um, but that guy is fucking bitter, man. <laughs> that guy is a bitter old man. Um, he wasn't tolerable to me on the mic. Hated listening to him talk. Uh, he was a good wrestler, but I think the gimmick was... It was cool. Give your sunglasses to some kids, whatever. Um, it, it's just, it wasn't... He's that one weird rich uncle that offers you that... You know that hard strawberry candy? He's like that weird <laughs> uncle that like offers you that out of his shirt pocket. And that's what I get from Bret Hart. Granted, whatever. He left a good mark on wrestling. You can't tell the story of wrestling without Bret Hart. Like you can tell the story of wrestling without Shawn Michaels. But uh he... Bro. <laughs> uh, but man, just Bret Hart, man, it's, he's not for me, and I think he's severely overrated. Like I don't Yeah. But props to him and Shawn Michaels, great Iron Man match. Bret Hart versus Stone Cold. Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. Wow. Did you just shrug off <laughs> Bret versus Stone Cold? Bro. We're going to fight. It in Stone Cold, <laughs> is it in Stone Cold's top five matches? No. Yes. Yes. No. Yeah. That's wild. No? Nope. You guys suck. <laughs> Alex All right. Smith. I guess it, <laughs> I'm walking out. <laughs> you guys watched Eric. All right, all right, all right. So I got. I... No. Yeah. The episode where Hannibal quit. That's just gonna be Alex. He's just like, yo, I'm fucking. <laughs> it was just so for being on the show for five seasons. He literally just walked off uh, set, and that was it. Never came back. <laughs> oh man. So I guess since James has gone last, that means that it's my turn. First of all, I fucking hate your list, Sachs. Besides number three, number three, I. I is uh, hard Luger. to argue, but the rest of your list is trash. So, <laughs> and I'm probably gonna piss you guys off because a couple people on my list were on your guys's top five most underrated. Oh no! So, Don't you dare say Big Show. Um, I'm, I'm uh, no particular order. No particular order here. First, I'm just gonna say uh, Kevin Nash. So I got one of the best of all time here, and one of the most overrated of all time here. I just, bro, he's best known for a power bomb and being Shawn Michaels' sidekick. When he was world champion, Bro, Diesel was one of the so worst drawing world champions over, of all time. Bro, I don't want to hear it, man. man. One of the most, 
one of the most worst drawing champions of all time. <laughs> I met him. He's a super nice guy. Love the, love the guy as a guy, but as a as a wrestler, as an entertainer. Well, why do you think they resorted to Diesel, so. bro? It's because Bret Hart wasn't fucking getting it done as a top guy. <laughs> and, and Diesel did fucking worse. I don't think he did worse. I think it was comparable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like to I like to see the numbers on this. We we should uh, listen, look into man. That. And I'll say this, Anyways, and then I'll let okay. you, like, get through your list, man. Diesel, Kevin Nash, like he was part of like every fucking show besides AEW. He like was a world champion many times. NWO, WCW. He do- he dominated WCW. The e- easily the easily the worst character of the original three of the NWO. You can you can tell NWO story without. I don't think you can do that, but I would agree with him being the worst of the three. Scott Hall and Hogan were much more important to the success. I don't. Th- I think it was equally important from the three, but a little bit more important for Hogan, I guess. But yeah, well, Hogan, yeah, because if the if that uh, debut like flopped, then it could have could have been way downhill. But <laughs> no, it really could. I agree. So that would have been nuts. He goes. He goes. <laughs> heel and just no one gives a fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, okay so kevin nash um i'm gonna say jbl never saw jbl as a top uh, guy i never believed in jbl as a top guy i never when he was world champion i really did not Alex give a shit white people you're right <laughs> can't stand him, <them>, bro <laughs> I, d- I just never never believed in JBL as a top guy. Like he got a pretty lengthy wwe title run and i was happy to see cena beat him at wrestlemania i was I was on the scene of hype train at that time, so just not not a fan of JBL really ever. Plus, he was a total dick, so which I mean most wrestlers are, but yeah. whatever. Um, Ultimate Warrior is on my list. That's fair. I don't see why like all, like he's literally most known for just sprinting to the ring and sprinting around the ring and shaking the ropes. Like I can't name you really one like good Ultimate Warrior match. I don't know. I just I, I didn't. I, like... I never really liked watching his matches when, when I went back and watching the old stuff. Um, I was much more of like a Macho Man, uh, Ricky Steamboat kind of guy. So I, I was never into like the Ultimate Warriors or the Hulk Hogan's. Ultimate was... Warrior almost made my list, but then I remembered that I didn't really watch him, so it wouldn't have been fair. Like fair. I, I don't know. I just skipped I, him. Like, I mean, I from what I've seen, like him going back. Exactly. Yeah. You just don't. You just like didn't care. Like, about I think I watched like, him it's... versus Hogan, and that was it. Yeah, that's about all I've seen. Fair. All right. Uh, I'm sorry, Saxby. I, I'm putting the big show on my list. Oh, man. I, I enjoyed the big show, but oh, in my man. opinion, I just – I don't really – it's hard for me to pinpoint, like, the top pinpoint of his career, the top part of his career. I feel like I'm when I think of the big show, I think of the authority, and that's kind of sad. When I think of the Big Show, I think of when he was like that authority figure with Triple no H and Stephanie McMahon, just like crying, crying and punching people. And it, it's hard for me to really. I mean, he had a few with Brock oh, Lesnar, brother, like Paul Heyman turned on Brock Lesnar for Big Show, but like, <laughs> I, not, I don't see it, man. And he was like, it's. I've I've seen plenty of stories where it's come out where he's just like super lazy and. He's fat. He's fat as fuck. Fuck, I don't care, bro. At least a little lazy. (laughs) Oh man. It could have been the great Kali. We could have got. I just, I don't know. Same, same thing with, same thing with JBL. I just never saw him as like a top guy. Revenge for my fucking shot. Or or even like. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you. Oh man. I don't know how you can watch Shawn Michaels' career and and say that that dude is overrated after watching everything that. 
I do it for the views. I do it for the people. All right. I think I have one more, and this one's definitely going to cause some controversy. And I'm I'm kind of scared to say it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm saying Hulk Hogan's overrated. But like, I get that take. I like oh. me. I I can't hate that because like, is he really overrated? Like, I can sit here and argue with you that he isn't. I mean, he's the one that made all this shit happen. Um, yeah, I respect that. I respect he what wasn't he a good for the business, so. but. <laughs> At all, and wrestling backstage. At dude. all, bro. He people people say like, "Oh, watch his clips in Japan." Every clip I've seen <laughs> him in Japan is like doing terrible, terrible fucking leg locks and like barely moving. I don't know. I just they were like, "Oh my god, this is great wrestling." I don't know how people can watch Hulk Hogan and say this. That is great leg drop is so nice. I, I, I'll give him props. I'll give him props for what he's done for the business and the impact he's had. But if his most memorable moment is slamming Andre the Giant. You gotta like, you gotta picture, you just gotta picture how it was back in the day, though. Like that was just oh, in the time, slamming yeah, Andre the Giant, unfortunately, was I never unheard of. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you know that's true. But un- unfortunately, I didn't grow up in that time, so it's no, it's hard to watch everything today and look back <laughs> and be like, wow, this was amazing. Like everybody's gonna have some sort of bias when they grew up and the time that they started watching, and unfortunately, that's it. Yeah, like I said, I can't. So, so sorry, I can't. People. I can't sit here and argue too much, just because, like, I think Hulk Hogan, like John Cena, is like very subjective. Like, so, uh, people are gonna hate him. People are gonna love him. People are gonna think he's overrated. People are gonna think he's, you know, properly rated. It's same thing. It's funny you say that because I was I was debating putting John Hell, Cena on can't. the list. I don't think you can't. I know. I I decided you to got our whole because he, his impact I think was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I, I love it though like i feel like the I, world went from like collectively hating john cena just to fucking loving john cena and i would get it because i would have made that take like 10 years ago so i I'd, yeah he's just way too over animated for me and i mean i respect cena i love i like cena he seems like a really great dude but probably the wackest I mean, he did carry time, WWE for a long time. time in wwe was he carried, john cena's champion yeah yeah all right, James. All right. All right so I'm going to start off hit soft. Us, us, He's not really a big guy, but people always be talking about Twitter. It's quick carrying cross. I can – I'm a – this could change. I this, agree. This gimmick right now was him and AOP. I hate AOP too. Like even when they were with Seth Rollins, I didn't give a fuck about them. But I'm sli- – I'll be honest. I'm slightly interested in it now, so that's my opinion on this could change. But from everything we've seen, carrying cross, to me in the ring, he just mid as hell. I think Adam Cole nailed it perfectly. Just the dude was a nice entrance and a hot wife. Like I really could give two fucks about him in the ring. And yeah, he's just to me. He's I, I feel you on that one. Yeah, I could care less about carrying cross. Uh, for number four, I'm with you, Alex. Ultimate Warrior. I just, you know, him and Macho Man matches. It's cool and all. Him and Hogan's cool, but one, the dude's an overall asshole. Like he's like Alex, like. He was, was like a genuine piece of shit person. And just roided up beef yeah. head, bro. I just so think I, it's the I craziest thing that Ultimate Warrior like finally came back to WWE just to like wow, I was about to say that so savagely. Came came back to WWE and then passed away the day. Like, I was about to say he just came back to the WWE and then just died the next day, but that was, that's what happened. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> I still think that whole story is crazy. Came back finally and then literally passed away the next day. Like that's just and the whole promo is very eerie. Like it's like it's like he almost it was, knew it was, it was very eerie. It's very, very crazy. 
All right, for my third most overrated is uh, Eddie Kingston. I fucking I, hell, James. I, I will say this: I respect the over fuck, of all time. Yeah, I respect the hell out of the person, like the amount he's done, what he has given. But I have never sat down and said, "Hell yeah, I get to watch an Eddie Kingston match." <laughs> Even when I went to, uh, I love uh, you, James. Again, in, in Minnesota, <laughs> he was facing CM Punk. I'm like, great. I, I'm, I'm glad I get to see CM Punk, but he's fighting this fucking bum, Eddie Kingston. Oh, I, just, I, was, I was just, I was just. Yo, Alex is definitely. You guys pissed me off. Like Alex's last wrestling <laughs> And now he, I'm out after this, boys. <laughs> he won that tournament, a tournament full of breakout stars, and we're gonna give it to the guy who fucking looks like he got off the street of New York. I, I just don't care for Eddie Kingston. Oh. James, James is a fan of the roided up beef heads. Let it be no, known. No, no, see, I want I, Isaiah Swerve. No, 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 no. You admitted it. Daniel Garcia. Someone like that. Yeah, Daniel like Garcia. Just, you know, yeah, I love Daniel Bro, Daniel Garcia is awesome. Yeah, Eddie Kingston, right. to me, he just he doesn't do it. He just, he's not entertaining in the ring. He's good in the mic. I'll give it, you know, he's pretty good in the mic. But he's not good enough to get me interested in an Eddie Kingston match. Like I said, I've never been excited for an Eddie Kingston match day in my life. And I don't see that ever changing. Guys are giving me a headache. <laughs> All right, it's time for my second pick, Sasha Banks. I Mercedes Monet. I cannot. See, I was going to ask you in the conclusion, why do you not like her? And this is perfect. Oh, uh, to me, she at first like her NXT days were good. James. When she went towards the main roster, she messed up way more. She's she's half ass on the mic. Like I really don't I don't care for her. She's the worst of the four horse woman. Like you know, no, not even close. Five the barrel. Five the barrel four horse woman. She does she does nothing worse than Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch does nah, everything nah, worse nah. than Sasha. Becky Banks. Lynch is a better wrestler, better on the mic, a better overall person. Everything I hear about Sasha is negativity. She walked out when she had a title and was complaining about not getting not getting attention, even though she had a great title run with Bailey. She's had multiple title runs. Like she's just one of those people who likes to complain and be bitter. So she can. I, I honestly hope she stays away. From You're a CM Punk fan. No I, and I will say this. I know. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I will say this. When Punk first walked walked out of WWE, I was not a fan. That's why I got blocked by him on Twitter for so long because I cussed him out on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> But, 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 we need that same energy. CM Punk number one, most overrated. <laughs> uh, Who is number one? Yeah, no, I'm just number one. Actually, I agree with you, Saxby. It's Bret Hart. I oh, love wow, it, guys. God damn yeah. it! Like, yeah, I wanted to go last year for that hot take of Bret Hart, and you said for her, I'm like son of a bitch. And I'm gonna go more deep in, than you did, Saxby. He is the second worst of the Hart Foundation. Like he is really not that good. He's just lucky at jump. You know, Oh, do respect to Jim uh, Neidhart. Just he, Jim Neidhart's pretty fucking boring. But Owen Hart's better. British Bulldog's better. Uh, Brian Pillman's better. You know, to me in the in the ring, you know, Bret Hart's mid as fuck. Like I really like Shawn Michaels carried him. That's all I'm gonna say. You know, in that feud, Shawn Michaels carried Bret Hart. There's not one thing I can go look back that I just want to see just Bret Hart. It always has to be because of what he's doing with someone else. Like, he went to WCW. Dude, you didn't change anything. You you know, you left. Nothing changed. Business still easily went on. WWE thrived. And I, he, <laughs> and I know one of the things he says in an interview, the reason why he wanted to go to WCW because he was no longer the top face and no longer the top heel. 
So you admit you can't be the top of it. So congratulations. You know you suck, so you can't be it. So you're going to go try to do it at some other company. So even he knows that he cannot hold it on his own if he's not the top guy. So fuck Bret Hart. Even though I had the same take, I'm just fucking blown away. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, dude, he's the most bitter motherfucker ever. Like, I just seen, like, a picture of the last month of him and Earl Hebner, you know, finally being cool again. Like, you're really going to be bitter at the referee who just did his job? I'm like, man, go cry me a fucking river. <laughs> the best thing, I'm going to say this, this might sound fucked up. The best thing Goldberg ever did in his career was kick Bret Hart in the head. We have, we you guys voted, and you guys voted for SummerSlam 2003. Um, so I'll break it down here, how it went. Um, so 3D um, defeated La Resistance. Nice. Whack match. <laughs> Uh, Undertaker defeated yeah, A Train. Whack match. Booty. Um, Shane McMahon yeah. defeated Eric Bischoff. Funny, but whack match. Booty. Um, <laughs> Eddie uh, beat Chris Benoit, Rhino, Tajiri. Okay match. Not, not the best considering all the talent that was in the ring, in my opinion. Um, Angle defeated Lesnar in what I thought was the match of the card. Uh, Easily, yeah. Kane. Fucked RVD up. <laughs> like, that tombstone on the fucking steps was pretty nuts the way RVD sold it. Bro, oh, broken neck. Um, and then Triple H sleezes the Elimination Chamber and wins. So, and then all the Amazing. segments in between where, you know, Christian, the Intercontinental Champion, doesn't appear on the card for whatever reason. And he's actually has a segment bitching about it, which I'm here for. Um, coach talking to fans for whatever reason um triple h backstage several times um you know i i think the long-term storytelling was so wonderful because remember randy orton didn't win the world title till the next year after that and i thought like dang that like the way they wrote evolution was just fucking great um it was amazing yeah but overall i have a lot of notes here um how do you guys want to break this down i mean for the first match dudley's versus law resistance and eh, match, I honestly forgot a lot of resistance was a fucking thing until that was the first match of the night. So that, to me, that so was the most match. famous for throwing Spike Dudley and missing the table. Yeah, on the damn outside. Spike Dudley. bro, Spike Dudley just came in for two seconds, got squashed, and really, like, I, yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, that's what Spike Dudley's known for. Just come in, just get his ass beat. <laughs> my my thing with Lava is basically the rag like, doll. You, you know how you guys ever try to create a wrestler in a WWE game? Oh yeah. Right. So I feel like those three are literally like when you first create a wrestler and they give you that default person, that's it's <laughs> three of them right there. There you go. Um Yeah, I mean the crowd was very hot for the Dudleys though. I, I don't know how mm-hmm. La Resistance was I, I don't know what WWE was doing right there. <laughs> like having them like y- you know, it is what it is. <laughs> And the match was not even like good. Uh, yeah, it was just very blah, very blah. Yeah, and then you had a. Uh, and it was short too. Yeah, very short. A lot of these matches weren't that long. You know, we had a. Uh, yeah, I feel like that WWE pay per views used to be weird like that. Like you'd have a bunch of short also, matches. Did Michael Cole look like, like short, controversial matches? Or, and then, like Michael Cole on the fucking commentary uh-uh. table looked sketchy as shit. <laughs> looked yes. sketchy. I must have not even noticed. <laughs> Just his facial hair and everything. Yeah, I must not <laughs> Oh, young Michael Cole? Oh. 
shit. And yet, uh, I want to shout out before before the pay per view started though. Li- I miss Lillian Garcia. Yeah, she was awesome. Gar- she was a great Yo, announcer. she put her she put her heart and soul every time she sang, sang "God Bless America" exactly. or whatever she was singing, bro. It was yeah. fucking. She was amazing. Yeah, Lillian's awesome. Then you had uh, you had American Badass versus uh, A Train. This was so hard to get through. I'm not. I had to rewind this a couple times. It was so. Because my thing is like fucking Sable and A Train, like when Sable like walked down and like touched his chest and shit, I was like, <laughs> yeah. and, and this was my thing, like what the fuck was going on during this time, bro? Because yeah, <laughs> like the uh, build, like when they it was showed so the, like just everybody like. And, fucking, and I'll say like, this: I love when WWE did the like back then during this time when they did the little build up before the matches for the pay per view, like they gave you that little video package, and this yeah. was the first one where I was yeah. like. What the fuck, man? <laughs> like, yeah, like it, it it's like everybody's crazy. putting hits on everybody else. Yeah. Like, what the, what the Vince fuck? McMahon it's is so confusing. In every like, storyline. <laughs> yeah, one of the craziest things that happened that match to me is like the ref took one of the craziest a clothesline, right? Ever. Like, Dude, he, he, yeah, take a clothesline and they turned him inside out. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, tell me those refs, dude. They used to, they used to be athletic as fuck. Right, bro. <laughs> the way he so like he should have gotten a contract to be a wrestler right after that. Um, and I, I don't know, like A Train, like as a big guy in WWE, I just was never sold on him as A Train, Lord Tenzai. No, me either. Like, like, I don't know me either. He was like the jobber Tenzai, big guy. But well, he was in big storylines. Oh I hate yeah. That. For some reason, like the, Undertaker going. I think oh. the funniest time. One of the funniest times for me is this run that Undertaker went on as American Badass where he was fighting, like, A-Train and fucking Maven and shit. Like, it was just, like, <laughs> they didn't know what to do with him, bro. Um, but my uh, my no, biggest I, I, opinion on this match um, is that Stephanie's titties are fucking outrageous. Like, <laughs> wow, dude, when she, like, ran out, I was like, yes. This is, like, the best part of the match. <laughs> Stephanie running Puppies. out. It actually got you interested again in the match, right? <laughs> Triple H is a lucky guy. How do you guys feel about it? I don't I feel like an American badass taker was probably my least favorite iteration of Taker. That's overrated. I loved cor- wow, I love Corporate Ministry Taker. I love the Dead Man Taker. We do? Yeah. yeah, yeah. People are gonna hate American us for that. I mean, other than riding the motorcycle, yeah. other than riding the motorcycle, I just and the last ride. I loved when I mean, he did the last ride, but that's I like it because it was a more personable Undertaker. Um, but like I think they yeah, dragged they true. dragged that's the true. shit out of that. Yeah, because it lasted for what almost three yeah, years. Yeah, and then, like I said, like by the end of this, like, like A Train, fucking Maven. <laughs> like, yeah, it was crazy. Maven. Like, how the hell do you have a feud with Maven? You're like the only one to have a feud with Maven. <laughs> the only thing Maven's ever known for is eliminating oh. Taker in the Rumble and getting his shit destroyed after. Yeah, it's like shit kicked in, dude. Holy shit, Taker beat the now, fuck out this, of him. Now, this uh, Shane McMahon versus Eric Bischoff, like that whole thing, like the video packages that led up to it, I don't think I've laughed as hard as I've like laughed at anything. Like that buildup was so funny because it made, honestly... I don't even know how it ended up being Shane McMahon versus Eric Bischoff. Like, I, I whatever. Yeah. But the funniest part to me was, like, when fucking Eric Bischoff, like, forced himself kissing Linda McMahon. Like, today McMahon, he would have gotten yeah. canceled, but that <laughs> oh. shit was so random and fucking funny. Bro. <laughs> so cringy, too. <laughs> uh, and then on the mic, he was man. like, you guys don't like, know what want to know what happened after. Cause it happened again yeah. and again 
and again. I'm like, yo, <laughs> Derek Vinsroff was going. Bro, Vince fucking prostituted his wife. <laughs> yeah, dude. Vince prostituted his own wife. Vince, Vince didn't give a fuck. Uh, dude, that storyline was Vince, Vince a must be mess, a cuck. I don't man. know. That storyline was a mess, but like Coach coming out of, like, come on. Coach coming out of nowhere with a fucking steel chair. That's like, like, I don't <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that was an absolute mess. It was fun. Like you said, it was funny, but it was just an absolute I, I always mess. thought like Shane McMahon being able to pull off wrestling in a jersey, like regular pants and starter tenor, tennis shoes was also funny. Yeah. And overall, yeah. Shane McMahon, I think it's very underrated because that man did so much crazy shit when, you know, he was the boss yeah. son. He really didn't have to put himself out there. You know, he was yeah. set, set. But he, anytime he was in that ring, and still now, he'll still go all out and give 110%. I feel like he, if he would have had a full-fledged wrestling career, he would have yeah. been good. Like, he would have he been... Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He was athletic as fuck. He was, yeah. Nothing nothing will, like, beat when he and Steve Blackman jumped off, like, the SummerSlam yeah. set. I think that... Was that 2001 or 2002? 2000. I think it was, it was 2001. 99, maybe? I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, was it... It was one of those years, yeah, yeah. but that was insane to me. Crazy. Like, he was so fucking high yeah, up Yeah, to me, it's one of the coolest pictures in pro wrestling. I'm up yeah, him, him, him just, like, him falling backwards, like, like fucking bro. legendary. So, then we got Benoit, right. Eddie, Rhino, and Tajir. I was really looking forward to it, but as I watched the match, I was like, you know, it was cool. Everyone was doing their moves. I think Rhino should have been able to do a little bit more. Yeah. Um, Eddie, I loved Eddie in the match. I think it was nothing out of the ordinary. The guy that I loved the most yeah. was Tajiri because for being a guy was that say. was an obvious loser, I like I thought he did fucking fantastic. Like right there, yeah. like if I was a booker, I probably would have yeah. loved him yeah. way better after that. I think Tajiri was awesome, very underrated. I, you know, in that match, he proved it. He was hanging with them, with hanging with Chris Benoit and, and Eddie Guerrero, Eddie, bro. Yeah, and that's, that's one of the, those two best wrestlers yeah. in the history. And he was hanging with them, doing great Germans and everything. Yo, the yeah, ge- like, oh my I, god, I, that like, one suplex yeah. he hit on fucking Eddie. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. That shit was good. You know. Um, my, anything with, he definitely doesn't get his flowers. Obviously, anything with Eddie and Benoit is usually always pretty good. Now, my favorite match, Kurt Angle versus Lesnar. I didn't expect this match to be as Easily. good as, you know, it was. Because, like, I remember watching it back in the day, like, when I was going through highlights and stuff, and I didn't like it that much for some reason. But on this this watch, that match was, was good. damn good. And, like, Kurt Angle, man. Yeah. Prime Kurt Angle is a dog. And that, the angle oh, slam. Wrestling like, machine, bro. The way he did the angle slam, how slow he was to, like, Slant, like it, it, it's fucking the one he hit on Vince McMahon too, and like I said, Vince McMahon was just everywhere in every fucking storyline. This is another yeah. one. Um, I I thought power like, trip, yeah, like his angle uh, slam yeah. on Vince McMahon was wild too. I I loved the whole match. I thought it was good. You didn't really know who was gonna win. Um, Brock Lesnar still got to look like a beast. Um, Kurt Angle won against all yeah. odds. Like the like Kurt Angle as a face, like I, that was peak shit right there. Yeah, this was easily the match of the show for me. Um, I, I mean, anytime Brock and Chris step in the ring, like their chemistry is just unmatched. Oh, perfect. They, their their Iron Man match on SmackDown was amazing. Their WrestleMania match was they're great. They're the best at selling in like the first like five to ten minutes of a match, making Dude. it a wrestling match. They're oh, so yeah. good at selling that. Yeah. I was going to say, like, Brock, I think, is one of the best sellers that I've ever seen oh, in I a agree. wrestling ring. Like, when he, when he sells for you, like, 
you know that that's getting that dude over. Exactly. Like he, he definitely helped so many people in his career. He's such a fantastic seller. And to this day, he still does. He's, you know, he'll still, you know, yeah, if exactly. he likes you, he'll sell good for you and make you look amazing. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's what Brock did at 100%. Um, yeah, great match. Match of the night for – was that match of the night for you too, James? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wow, we agree. Um, Kane versus RVD, which I thought was <laughs> like for, for a once. filler match in between the title match and the elimination chamber. I thought it was cool. Um, you know, RVD was a maniac. Like you talk about selling, this guy yeah. RVD knows how to make his body yeah. look like he got fucking Bro. destroyed. Because on a couple, anytime moves, he took yeah. an RKO, man. Yeah, and a couple of those moves, especially when he got tombstoned onto the steps, like Kane. Mm-hmm. I'll admit, did a terrible tombstone there, but like RVD, like sold the hell out of it. And Kane was fucking ugly, yeah. by the way, when he first took off his mask. Did, that, bro, did, that you, did you hear when right, JR, JR called him hideous smelly cane? I was <laughs> dying laughing, bro. <laughs> that whole run with Kane, I was dead. Mask off. He was, that he was just like unhinged and shit. That shit was so funny. Like, bro, cool, RBD man. gave him everything. Like kicks to the head with the chair. Um, dude, that shit yeah. was loud as fuck, dude. When he kicked him in that one yeah. drop kick of the chair, dude, that shit echoed. I'm like, God. Damn. And then Kane just took him outside and just tombstoned him on the steps and just threw him in and finished. I was like, wow, okay. Like, that was great. <laughs> that was definitely – Kane's slow chemical theme song is my favorite Kane theme song. Mm-hmm. That that theme song was so you badass. Theme song. Yeah, I, I'm not drafting it. Not. Maybe I'm drafting it. I don't yeah, know. We'll see. I just want to I want to give a shout out to RVD actually really quick. He's one of my like top ten favorites of all time. That dude was just so innovative in the ring, and like you said, Sax, he like sold everything and made it look like a million yeah. bucks. And I, I just wish like if, oh, if RVD uh, would have had like a mic game, which he was. I thought he was underrated on the mic, but exactly. if he was like one of the best on the mic. Yeah, yeah. this guy would have been fucking. Yeah, I absolutely, RVD, man. Just his moves were just so fucking yeah, cool. Dude. Yeah, dude. Like the spinning Everything leg drop him, on the outside. Cool like the sp- <laughs> he was so awesome. Yeah, cool. And I, I think the best RVD. frog splash. The best yeah, frog I, splash I agree, ever. Just because the way he sold it. Yeah. The way he sold it was like. Yeah. I, I agree. And then we had the Elimination Chamber, which I felt like they could have just had Triple H face Goldberg and just have Triple H pick up a dirty win instead of doing this whole Elimination Chamber. I thought... You know, everything before Goldberg um, coming in was very forgettable. But then when Goldberg came in, like, I don't know. I got some adrenaline while I was watching it. Like, Goldberg <laughs> went ham. Like, he just kicked oh, everybody's yeah, ass. Um, by the way, Shawn Michaels, when he oversells, is fucking funny. Um, I, if you go back, <laughs> yeah. like, the way he sold Goldberg's moves was just hilarious. Um, yeah, but Goldberg ends up kicking everybody's ass. Made Randy Orton. I thought Randy Orton was going to be a factor in, in the very end. Wasn't at all. Nope. He got nope. squashed. Jericho squashed. Um, it, Kevin Nash. Kevin bro, Nash. Everybody. Literally, literally everyone. Um, no, bro. He lasted like a minute and a half in the match, and then he was gone. <laughs> um, I and one thing I'll say, you know, Triple H. I'm glad he didn't make those leggings a thing. Um, cause that was yeah, top, top so bad. one worst wrestling outfit I have ever fucking seen. <laughs> Don't know who approved it, but it looked like he had a diaper and then leggings over a diaper. <laughs> it was really, really bad. Dude. And then like, it was, it was just, bad. but it was top heel shit though, because like he didn't do nothing in the match. He chilled in the chamber after getting hit. Literally. And then just came out and just fucked up Goldberg. And, you know, like, I, that's why I said the whole Elimination Chamber part was useless. They could have just done Triple H 
versus Goldberg, have Triple H win in some shitty way, and it would have been fine, but, you know. Bro, he literally took the sweet chin music and just sat in the pod the whole last time. <laughs> yeah. I thought the, the spear, by the I was, way. I was like, where the hell is Triple that H? That spear by Goldberg oh, I... through the, the thing yeah, was epic, iconic. though. On Jericho? Yeah, oh, one of the best, best, like, chamber moments. That shit's iconic. I miss the old chamber, bro. That shit was, like, it was terrifying, but I like how we moved the glass like, off You of just Jericho's knew shit was about to go down. Because, like, that glass was, like, about to yeah. fuck Jericho up. <laughs> yeah, I think it did cut him a little bit, but not as bad as it oh, could man. have been if Goldberg just like left him laying there. <laughs> <in> the <laughs> See, this is why I didn't stuff like this is why I didn't put Goldberg in my most overrated, just because like he had the aura to him that he just like felt like anything he did was so impactful that like it was like fuck that looks like it hurts. <laughs> yeah. So I just it's, it was hard for me to. He just had he had that feel. To yeah, him, and, it, like, and not you got one to of the greatest of all time by any means, yeah. but. I mean, it, yeah, I exactly. Think I, yeah, I, this I was a perfect like example. Crowd would have exploded if he won. Like, I think that would have been one of the bigger moments. He just comes in and clears oh, everybody. Yeah. In they mind. were so behind him. <laughs> he was really over at that time. Yeah. Triple H hits him with a sledgehammer. Game over. Literally yeah. after just chilling there in his <laughs> fucking leggings and diaper for the whole fucking. Match. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Also, Goldberg kicking in the fucking like kick it to get to Triple H kicking in the pod. Yeah. That was sick. Yeah, that's really oh, that was badass. That. So overall. Um, I gave the pay-per-view 58 out of 100 because like what I what I did was I gave every match a rating out of five and then I put that into a percentage which was 58 percent so that's that's I got 58 out of 100 it wasn't the best pay-per-view but it was like a typical it was typical WWE around this time they were just doing whatever the hell that they wanted and that was just it so uh, yeah yeah which is weird because, like, as a whole, you look at the ruthless aggression era, and it's like this. This era was amazing. Yeah. yeah. But some of the shows, man, it was were, it was an awkward dude. time coming out of the attitude era and going into the ruthless aggression era. It was it was awkward. Yeah. yeah. At, at first, it was iffy, but then it started picking up more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. James, you have a rating? Uh, I didn't do out of a hundred. I did out of ten. Uh, I just gave it a six out of ten. Yeah, I did out of five, and I did I, I did two and a half out of five. So I guess. Oh so, yeah, you'd be at fifty. Kinda, He'd be at sixty. Know. So we're all we're all similar. It was mid. About so I, it was, yeah, it was I just a little, little bit like better the rating than system. Just a so a little bit. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, nothing too crazy. Yeah, exactly. Hey, for our first paper like, review, yeah. I like it was the, cool. The, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I like it. It's fun. You know, it's, it's cool. fun going back and seeing just how how the wrestling world yeah like triple h and leggings like that's it's it's completely different a very small detail in in wrestling back then that i missed for camera wise like when like when shane went to go jump off the tumbuckle to announce table everyone with that flash cameras and you get that all that flash yes that's just a cool thing to see you don't see that speaking of the announce tables i find it funny that the spanish announce team would just show up speak in spanish (laughs) on the english uh part for like five seconds and then get their table destroyed <laughs> like every every pay-per-view bro <laughs> oh man that spanish announce table is legendary yeah it's been through so much and it's, it's so racist though. like they also, always break that one first bro <laughs> like these guys don't get a table at the pay-per-view bro even Jerry Laura said in that pay he's like, thank God I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I can't be the only one who misses, like, the specific sets, though, right? Like, for, for pay-per-views back in the day. I miss those. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I know James was just talking about yeah. the WrestleMania one earlier, but like, I miss I miss the sets for like Armageddon yeah, and New Year's Revolution and SummerSlam, and I wouldn't mind seeing those, those are the good old days, especially since the sets are you know for every pay per view you don't always need a big set because they don't always sell out. I mean, there's an occasion like I think I think the big four, the big four would be solid, but like the occasion sometimes like in Chicago for Survivor Series, like they really dumb down the stage to get as many people in there as possible, so stuff like that. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Alex is so funny. So James gets another chance for redemption. You gotta piss here. me off this episode. So what we're yeah, I won the last draft. I won the last draft. Oh, you think so? <laughs> Debatable. I I, I we gotta start so. putting I these to votes. But um we're gonna do a draft. It's gonna be entrance music, so theme music. Um so Dang, I don't even know how to determine who who wants to go first. Fuck it. I've gone first both times, so I'll let one of y'all go first. All right, I'll go Alex first. I think second, I went second. Third. We'll do that. All right. All right. Um, Number one, The Game by Triple H. Or Triple H, The Game. Cool. Okay. One of the most iconic theme songs of all time. So. Great. I'll leave it at that. I wasn't that. even going to draft that. That's awesome. Not, solid number one pick. It was on my list, but. Um, My Time by My Time. Fuck My Time. <laughs> my Time. No. <laughs> I'm going to go here with... Dang, there's so many good selections for this. I'm going to go with Edge's theme song. Fuck. That was my number one. God damn it, sex. Hey, man. It was between those two for me, for number one. All right, James, you get two picks in a row here. All right, my number... Well, now my number one is uh, Chris Benoit's theme song. (laughs) You know, whatever, by Our Lady Peace. You know, say what you want about the theme song was such a a banger. You knew some crazy motherfucker was coming down when you heard Chris Benoit's music. Literally. Some crazy crazy unhinged motherfucker, motherfucker, bro. We should have known, man. (laughs) (laughs) The signs were there. Oh, shit. All right. My My second pick, uh, uh, Jeff Hardy's No More Words. I absolutely love that song. Really? It's it's absolutely banging. James has already lost. I love that song. All right, I'm gonna go with Stone Cold's theme song. Just you know, the glass shattering just it symbolizes so fucking Iconic. much, man. Like Iconic. just that yeah, alone. Very... Um, and I, I it, it was just perfect for a guy that's like one of the best wrestlers ever. It's just such a perfect theme, and that's that's mm-hmm. all I got for that. <laughs> all right, Alex, you get two picks. Solid. All right, so I got I got two picks. So. One of the most badass theme songs, Brian Danielson, "The Final Countdown." That's a good one. That's a good one, dude. Final so Countdown was a great, that. great theme song. It was so fun doing that uh, all out. Dude, it was amazing. Dude, experiencing that in person. Hell yeah! And then I get one more right now. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Batista's "I Walk Alone." Oh, that's a great. That's a great theme song. Yo, I'm, I'm a my list. rock, rock and metalhead, so. All right. All right, Saxby. All right, so I think I'm. Damn, I'm stuck. I I find it it's tough. It's I great know. because like Randy Orton has two really really uh, good theme songs. I'm going burning my light 
because like i don't know that was it was just it was on all my songs it was in my playlist when i was younger like just hey you know it was it was was (laughs) great i love randy Orton's theme song all right james you get two that was a banger banger theme i'm glad you said that because i'm going the other route i'm going randy orton voices there you go to me to me i think that's slightly better than uh burning my light burning my light's amazing theme song you know top tier but voices is so fucking good it fits randy orton so much better <coughs> so yeah, what James got COVID. Fire burns? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never got COVID. COVID afraid of me. That's what I like to say. All right, James. Last pick. No, never no, mind. No, you I, get one more. Yeah, well, my fourth, fourth pick, pick. Fourth pick. I know it was mentioned earlier. So I'm taking it now before Sax takes it. Fuck you. I'm going with Kane, Spell, Chemical. Fuck you, James. <laughs> that was my next pick. Uh, okay. That, that theme song was such a badass theme song for Kane. Banger. Damn. Um. All right, so this is my fourth pick, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I already know what my fifth pick is because I know you guys aren't gonna take it. Oh man, this is so hard. This one right here. I know. There's so many There's good like ones still on right the board. Now. But who would win? So he wouldn't win. You know what? I'm going with John Cena's theme. Uh, that's iconic that's yeah. come on like that's just yeah it's, it's Wait, i remember when paul Heyman sang it yeah it's a really good theme song overall too like i, I was listening to it one day i'm like this is, you know, Dude, he got bars overall. brush your mouth yeah, like, bro, i used game. to have i actually on, man. my mom bought me his cd <laughs> that one with like the WWE title on it and any weather your yeah, boy yeah, is so yeah. hot never catch um, me in the next man's sweater like it was <laughs> come on yeah <laughs> All right, Alex, sorry. So I got two picks to end it here, um, or to end my turns anyways. So the metalhead in me is going to choose This Fire Burns by CM Punk, his original theme song in the WWE. Probably my favorite theme song ever because I love Killswitch Engage. So you don't don't like that one. Well, I just don't think it's better than... And then this one is very tough. Oh, I do by a mile. No, I, no, so. I think Colt is better. Colt's personality is better. Oh, and now I'm gonna go Sting, Seek and Destroy by Metallica for my last all right, pick. All right. So I might. When he came out to that at All In, I was freaking, bro. That was so awesome. So just because I I hate Alex and I'm gonna go against him, I'm gonna pick. And, and realistically here, and I'm gonna I might give you a good answer here, James. But I don't care because your next pick is your last pick. Like, I could go Undertaker's theme. Great. You know, just the gongs. It symbolizes so much. I wanted to be a jokester and go Hulk Hogan, Real American, because, like, I grew up on that song. Like, I fucking love that song for some reason. I would, like, hum that in my sleep. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura's song is probably, like, one of my favorites. Like, actual It's on my playlist. I love Um, The Rising Sun, yeah. I said Vince McMahon, no chance. Like, that's another fucking banger. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but I'm going CM Punk cult of personality because fuck Alex, that's why. <laughs> and like, it's just such a this badass song. Much better, like, if you much listen better. to that song all the way through, so badass. Oh my god! Like, it's in GTA San Andreas too. Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, I think this fight with Burns is a good theme song, but overall, cult of personalities to me better. Dude, this fire Burns fit him so well when he came out with oh, the long yeah. hair and the. Yeah, but Colt of Pers- so as that character, Colt of Personality fits him way. And Colt of Personality is like a real mm. famous song now, in like yeah. the real world yeah. too. So, 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I said, I'm a metalhead, so. And I'm a cult head. So. Here. <laughs> Should we be knowing something? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James, finish this off. All right. Whoa, hold on. Yeah, pause. pause. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, finish this off. James, finish this draft. <laughs> finish the finish this draft. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Drew McIntyre's Broken Dream. Oh, I forgot about that. Ooh, that's that's a good pick. That's a solid that is a good man. pick. That is such a good song, bro. That's a great pick. And he keeps teasing that he's oh, gonna come back with it. I wish he just yeah, would. He's always teasing bro, it. He kind of did he, last year, or two years ago. Clash at the that's castle. The way they did that was awesome. That was a great transition. Yeah. I loved the way they did that. Man, I'm not gonna lie. Alistair Black's NXT theme song was was a, an honorable mention for me. That's a good one. I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, hell yeah, that was so yeah. badass. Some honorable mentions I had with Dolph Ziggler had a show the world was good. Yeah, me too. I, I had uh, Sexy Miz, Boy. awesome. Yeah, Sexy Boy, <laughs> Miz, that's actually really good too. Yeah, yeah. down straight at some so many bangers. Like I wish WWE would just get down straight exclusively yeah. and let them do theme songs. I think that's something WWE lacks yeah. nowadays. Agreed. Theme songs. What about? Minoru Suzuki, Kaze Nina Ray. That's, That's a great yeah, theme song. Really and, and as the crowd engages, what about yeah, Billy and man. Chuck's theme? You look so good, <laughs> me. Like I don't know, I love that song. Wait, hold on. Biscuits and gravy. Yes, Jesse and Man, man. I used to sing that in middle school for no reason. I'd have like a fucking aneurysm out of nowhere. Biscuits and gravy. Like that shit still pops Bro. in my head like once a week. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Oh. <laughs> Uh, also, Kenny Omega's theme songs, top tier. Top tier. But, yeah, man. So, you know what, a, what we're going to do. The team had a great theme song. Go ahead. It's really quick. The B nope. team. The B team theme, the first theme song. I don't know if y'all ever heard it. No, B team is very hard to remember overall. But they had such a banger theme song. It was called like, yo, I what about I Kurt Angle's it, yeah. TNA theme? Good. That's Ooh. really good. Yeah. Yo, Kurt, Kurt Angle's WWE theme was a banger, yeah, too. Yeah, that's, that's another thing. Yeah, fair enough. So there's so many bangers out there. What we're gonna do is we're gonna put this in a couple of wrestling groups because we have a wrestling group that specifically watches our page. We're probably gonna put a poll in there. If you guys want to be a part of that group, we're gonna put a link in the YouTube description below. Uh, below, if you want to join that group, if you want to interact with us, that'd be great. We'd love that. Built different or not on a wrestling podcast, we've done it on. NBA, oh, I about that. Yeah, let's NFL. go. So what I do is I just I go on my beautiful little phone here, ignore the Pornhub links. Joking, I don't watch porn. Um, but and I just randomize. <laughs> like I I Google, I put a wrestler randomizer, and whoever comes up, we say if they're built different or not, because we finally need to give the the built different a, its own fucking life. For yeah, definitely. yeah, we we finally did it after a year and a half. Uh, <laughs> let's go <laughs> all right so first up is gonna be brodus clay the funkodactyl baby the funkodactyl funk is i don't know around i don't think he's, he's built not different, different. <laughs> no. no god no no jesus no i i honestly hated no. watching him on not tv i'm not gonna lie but hey got us naomi so we're, we're here. Yeah, for yeah, that's Naomi. True. Curtis Axel. 
Yes, I, I, I won't say yes. I love Curtis Axel. I think Curtis Axel is a great wrestler. Nah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say no, not Bill nah, For someone that's Curtis Mr. Axel. Perfect, like son is like NFL. Mr. Not Perfect. That's what they should have called him. I, I just... oh, he's so good. Yeah, you know, he started off so hot beating Triple H and John Cena. And then he, like, Curtis, wasn't he like Curtis McGillicuddy or whatever? No, nah, like, like Michael McGillicuddy at first. Michael McGillicuddy, yeah. that's right, yeah. WWE with the no, way they come up with names bro. is so funny. Like, Vince just looks here. at guys and he's just like, Michael McGillicuddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not going to tell me otherwise. <laughs> um. Okay. Andre the Giant. Overrated. What? Come on. This guy could sling like five cases of beers in, in one go. <laughs> like a really, really, really big guy that like wrestled when he probably shouldn't have been a wrestler. Yeah, but to me at the time, he was, you know, it was a good attraction. But at the end of the day, he's just like almost nothing really brings him to the table. I don't, I've never been a big Andre fan. Can't believe you, James. I'm going to say built different just because he was a fucking legend and could pound beers. That's what I'm saying, bro. All the stories about how I mean, he would just fucking dominate a fucking 30 pack and then go for another and then another and then another and yeah. then another, but just in one sitting. Like, I guess physically, as a wrestler, yeah, I mean, absolutely overall, not. But that, but that dude is built different. I'll, yeah, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll change my answer because overall, he is legit built different. You know, he's the eighth one, the world ninth, whatever they called him, and yeah, like you said, he, he, he can and, and it's some, not China. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> he can sling some beers and whatnot, and yeah, I'll change my answer. I'll say he's actually physically built different. Gotta have standards here, boys. Yeah. Gotta, just like you said in your NFL episode, Sacks. Gotta have standards. Um, Jesus Christ, I'm not even the Chris Benoit, but we're gonna we're gonna Shawn skip Michaels. that. <laughs> we're gonna skip. Yeah, that, these built completely no, wrong. Not, not but, here, like, not you now. know. We'll just <laughs> different. Great wrestler. That's all I'm gonna say. He's an amazing wrestler. And I'm, I'm gonna leave that at that. The great Kali. No, fuck Sucks. no. I'm going to disagree. Terrible. He squeezed out Rey Mysterio's no, eyes. I'm going to do, come on, man. man. Just this big Indian no. motherfucker coming in and squeezing people's heads and winning the world title for no reason. All he did was a fucking chop. The Punjabi prison That's match. That's all he did. Like, he a came out and helped Jinder Mahal retain his WWE championship for no reason. I don't even know why they did that. Um, But come on, Great Khali, like, I love him. Nah. He went from the scariest motherfucker nah, to the most dancing... Like he danced. Come on, what seven foot tall guy do you see dancing the way Great Khali dances? Picked women out of the fucking out of out of the crowd to make out with them. Did I'm you see the, for it? Did you, walk did you like see he, the shape of that dude's body? He could barely walk. Yeah, he walked like he's on stilts. <laughs> but he walked and he chopped people. <laughs> he he might have been. Their heads. He always and wore he pants. Threw people yeah. and he scared me when I was a kid. So. Oh, he definitely scared the fuck out of me as a kid, but like, nah. He's... When he squeezed Rey Mysterio's head, yeah, like that, I was that was traumatic. Seeing him live, I was just like, <laughs> yeah, you see him live at No Mercy 2007. I was at the guardrail. That dude was fucking huge. I was there um, at the time when it was supposed to be Rey Mysterio versus Kali and a re- for the world title, and then Batista was added to that match to make it a triple threat. The one that Batista eventually won. I was at yeah. that SmackDown. But it was just funny as fuck because, like, Great Kali was just he, – he was wild, man. He was a wild guy. All right, last one, last one. We'll do one more. All right. Okay. Kofi Kingston. Better be like, a that's, good one. that's a smooth one to end. Built different. Built different. I agree. I'll say built different there. 
Kofi the legend. Just because he did some crazy shit with it, with all of his like Royal Rumble saves and everything. Like nobody else does. WWE that. champion, like, Kofi, Kofi um, part of one of the greatest tag teams ever. I think just a yeah. solid guy. Like Great he was, he's been in WWE yeah. forever. Like believe it or not, I think he's at like 15 yeah. years now, maybe. Yeah, like way was like, him and Ziggler were there. Him and Ziggler were there since the mid two thousands. I couldn't say a bad thing about Kofi. Overall, all I hear is he's a genuine good person, great in the ring. You know, he's a definition of being patient and not bitching yeah. and complaining. And eventually, he got yeah, his yeah, because he's in my opinion, he's and I loved his like finishers. if you were to make yeah. a top ten of mid card wrestlers, I think he'd be on a lot of people's top tens. Um, and then like for oh, for tag team, I mean, New Day is in people's top fives. Um, on top of that, like WWE, yeah. I'm glad they rewarded him with a world heavyweight or a WWE championship run. I thought that was pretty yeah, cool. Much the way it ended was bullshit. But uh, Brock Lesnar just that. squashed. That was terrible. <laughs> it was like seven seconds. But it was it was that realistic, was you know. Uh, and I fucked with that. Uh, it was realistic, but yeah. still. I wouldn't like, say realistic because they had a match before that was longer. That was Kofi's and Brock's. Brock, Brock and Kofi. Yeah, Kofi and Brock had a match oh, in a uh, Beast of the East. I think it was. I don't even remember that, honestly. Yeah. For some reason, I really remember the feud with Kofi and Randy. I thought Kofi was going to get pushed then because that, that was a really good yeah. feud for like a month there. That was there. a great feud. That was, that yeah. was using backstory to their advantage. And they did a great job with that. And then Daniel Bryan talks about like that's one of his favorite uh, WWE moments ever. One of his yeah. favorite wrestling moments ever, like losing it to Kofi. Yeah, and, I, and it's like it's, it's like that right there. I'm glad you mentioned it because like that was one of the biggest give back moments ever. Like Daniel Bryan got Absolutely. his moment. I think like what two WrestleManias before that. Um, 2014. Yeah, yeah. it was two like or three, five, years five. Yeah, five. Some, some shit like that where yeah. he got his moment, and then for him to be the one to give Kofi his moment. Yeah, that's that's huge. Yeah, 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 very wholesome. Yeah. So that's all we got, guys. So that's all we got. Um, we have one last thing to take. Oh yeah, of let's go. We, we end the whole show. Wait, did I miss something? No, I think no. So. Oh, Alex, Alex was laughing as if I missed something obvious. My bad. <laughs> no, my bad. I think I, I think I was lagging. It's typical oh. uh, metronet internet <laughs> out here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for for the conclusion, we have another three pay per views we got. We want you guys to choose from three funny ass pay per views too. Well, one one is really one know, is yes. really good Let's too. Go. I, I don't know. Don't torture us. Um, first one, No Way Out two thousand. Great pay per view. Okay. Um, we'll take that. Please vote for that. Um, the other two, <laughs> Hell in a Cell twenty twelve. CM Punk Ryback. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that was oh, oh no! And then Extreme <laughs> Rules 2019. All right, all right. Which was okay. It was an okay pay per view. Um, but please pick pick No Way Out 2000. We would love that. Uh, <laughs> it's not gonna win. No, yeah, that was saying that they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna hurt us. We're getting we're getting extremely. If I have to watch Hell in a Cell 2012 uh, again, I'm gonna lose my mind. But. <laughs> yeah with that being said you know we just had fun we've been here for a couple hours we're gonna edit this yeah. down to where it needs to be edited down to make sure you guys like subscribe share keep keep this you know pumping you guys love our wrestling content we're gonna keep producing um make sure you you're with us because we have a lot of good ideas you know going forward 
um, that we want you guys to be a part Not of. Not only wrestling related, but with everything. Yeah, yeah NBA, really good right baseball, now. football, basketball, different Video conversations. Games. We got everything. A lot of good all. stuff out there. Yeah. Um, so games, it's going to yeah. be a big year. Make sure you guys are in tune. Make sure you guys are on the train because um, we promise we are going to deliver because we're built different and have a good day. Oh, yeah. Yes.